to the PulpMX.com show. WTUBTUSports.com. Broadcasting live around the world from the Vegas Strip in a room where the term action could refer only to the classic super, super playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your hosts, Steve Mathis, VOGK Dub Kenny Watson, and the Tweet at Tits Legendary QA segment brought to you by BTOSports.com. There's no possible way I'll ever do Mathis, though. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah! Welcome to the Pulp MX Show presented by BTOSports.com. Thank you, everybody, for listening on this Monday night. We are live in Las Vegas, just outside the MGM Lions Den. And if you listen closely, you can hear the Lions roar. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And uh, thank you for uh, tuning in on this Monday night. It's it's uh, Unadilla. We got some Unadilla talk. We got Walton talk, if anybody cares. We got Brock Tickle. Wait, what's, Wal- what's Walton? Walton was in Canada. It was the final round of the uh, CMRC Nationals, and I was there. What's, CM- what's that? CMRC? We'll get into it. Uh, and uh, Brock Tickle's on, Boris Butler is on, and Bobby Canari is on. And uh, I'm your host, Steve Mathis. And with me, as usual, on Monday night, my partner, my friend, my soulmate. Life mate. Kenny Watson, K-Dub, what's up? I thought you were talking about tits, because I'm not any of those things. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, yeah. you are. Okay. Uh, thanks for coming by. Appreciate it. No worries, man. Glad uh, I can make it by on a Monday night. Like, I didn't have anything better to do. But <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, sitting in on this show, hanging out with us. Uh, he's been on the show before as a guest, and now he's in Vegas hanging out, um, doing uh, working for for the H&H team, which is what he's been doing for a couple of years. Uh, Kyle Bentley. Kyle, thanks for coming by, bud. Hey, thanks for having me, Steve. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah Roadblock. Welcome, bud. Yeah, Roadblock. Nobody knows me by Roadblock. Right <laughs> Nobody knows you by Roadblock? Not no more. I know. We need, to, we need to get that fixed. Um, but you are... What what is your official title? Test monkey? Sure, I'll take it. Yeah, for H and H. Yeah, um, we don't have titles. Basically, you are the mechanic during the week. You arrange the testing. You do work at the track with the guys. Yeah, I do a lot of day to day with the with the team and the riders, and mm-hmm. pretty much whatever Kenny needs me to do, I'm there. <laughs> wow, well, thank, t- thanks, bud. Um, what if he like? What is, does he send you on dry cleaning errands and things like that? Or, it needs to be done. I yeah, gotta yeah, do yeah, it. You do it. Uh, to how many years at Pro Circuit did you work? Five. Five years at Pro Circuit, Monster Pro Circuit team for Christoph Purcell. Brett Metcalf. Brett Metcalf. Troy Adams. There we go. For that, Moto Triple X. Moto Triple X. For a number of years. Yeah. Before that, Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy Wilson. Jimmy Wilson. Um, and uh, Kyle might be still hold the title for the only mechanic ejected during a moto at Colorado. Yeah. No, I got ejected. Oh, you did? I got ejected out of the mechanics area by Duke Finch. Oh, in Atlanta. S- Sacramento. Oh. Okay, well. You two might be the only two ever. Yeah, <laughs> that's why we're on the team together. <laughs> Ejected from the mechanics area. Uh, good times. Hey, uh, producing the show, taking your calls, handling everything behind the scenes, mountain bike legend. Uh, <laughs> Tiss Legendary. Tiss, what's up? Hello. What's happening? Just glad to be here. Happy fucking birthday, bro. Yeah, thank you, man. Yep, no problem. Yep. It's birthday, Kenny. Yeah, I got him the same thing he got me. He did. Last year. It's a great present. Yeah, it's good. Nothing. Very happy with it. Lots of air. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Thanks, bud. You're welcome. Happy birthday. You've done a very good job on the show. We really appreciate you, everything you've ever done. Well, all right. Just try to pay attention this week. Okay. Uh, BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Works Connection, AGV Helmets, Fly Racing, Tech One Designs, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate. Rock it out with Rockford! And Racetech. Uh, Racetech's on board with us. Um, they're all hey, our and sponsors. by the way. Thanks to those guys. Thank and you, guys. Thank you for 
interrupting me while I read our sponsors. No problem. Thanks for the sponsors. Yep. But you know what? I had another guy that helps us out and sponsors us saying that uh, he's willing to give socks and gloves away whenever we need and um, Shane and Fuel. We've done that. Yeah. We've and done he's some. like, I told Mathis yeah. we could give away a pair every week if he wants, but he's just well, too lazy no, to no, call me. No, no. He goes, it ain't, it ain't nothing to me. I'll okay. send a box of it. The, the king of B2B, mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Very active with sponsorship. Very well. I mean, you know that end of the deal. You, you've helped out a lot. But I don't know nothing about baseball. But sponsors, I kind of do. Sponsors, you do. And we love Shane at Fuel, and we've given away his stuff. Don't you feel it's a little unfair to the guys that pay money to come on the show that he still gets mentions and he pays us nothing? No offense to Shane. Products co- product costs money. Yes, but our other guys give us product and pay us money. So I feel like I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to do it once in a while, but I feel like it's a little bit of a short shrift to our... Sponsors that pay. Well, Tell maybe, me, King maybe B2B. Our, some of our, maybe, our, maybe some of our sponsors need to step up and send more product then, if this guy's willing to do it. Well, I think they would. Yes. Okay, then I, you need I to get on it. Would. You're 70%. Get on it. All right, okay. Jeez. Because <laughs> I think those fuel socks are sweet. They are. And I, I wore them this weekend, bro. And the gloves are really good, too. Yeah. Um, but hey, thanks. So, uh, I mean, I'm just like, for example, would you let... FMF, give away some stuff on underneath your tent? No, you would never do that. You're a pro circuit team. Dude. What? Bentley? Same thing? Yeah, same thing. Oh, yeah. Thank same you. same exact you. thing. Thank you. Thank okay. You. That's it. That's you're that's right. You're right. everything. You're, you hey, do. You do. You're right. Thanks to our, our sponsors for coming on. Uh, iTunes and Stitcher, you can get the show on the Pulpamex app. Do you have the app? I have the app. Thank you. Uh, I don't have the app. You have the app? Sure you probably do. got it free, though. No, I paid for it, man. Yes. Support the show. Um, iTunes, the, the app, Stitcher.com on your smartphone. You can listen to the show later tonight or um, tomorrow or whenever you want. Hey, so is this show, our show's on iTunes? Yeah. Really? Yeah, bro. I didn't know that. <laughs> iTunes is the preferred method for a lot of people to get podcasts. You so where do, you, where do you find it on iTunes? You can subscribe to it and get it free every, every week once it's up. Oh, I'm sure you go back and listen to all the shows. So, <laughs> yeah. How, how do I listen, go back to listen to the show? I I thought you have to go to Pulp MX. I don't. I've never listened. Went back and listened to one. All right. Hey, let's talk Unadilla. Or do you want to start with the Canadian Nationals? Let's talk about the Canadian National and get it over <laughs> with. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll go with we'll go with Unadilla. Um, Ryan Dungey clinches the championship. KTM wins both classes. Historic day for KTM. I can't help but feel I have a little piece of that. Getting KTM their first ever national win, you know, I'm sort of their their history, their it's lineage. Blocks. Yes, yeah. thank you. Um, but yeah, let me ask you a question. Rocks- Weren't we talking uh, a couple weeks ago about uh, Musquin? Like, is he going to win a moto, or is he going to win, or is he yeah. going to get? Oh, yeah, Moose can. We were definitely like we're saying, is he moving up? He and we said he was. He's getting closer every week, and this week he won the overall. He didn't win the, the moto. He didn't. He didn't win a moto though. No, right? two three. What yeah. is it about Unadilla though that the French guys love it? That was Christoph. Favorite track, wow. and he dominated guys. Same there. with that guy too. Natural Tortelli. Yeah. Tortelli yeah. was good there. Um, Muskin won the overall Stephen this weekend. Stefan Evers showed up and got almost third overall, fourth overall in the day. Josh Coppins did really well when you he know showed who up. Did good there. The Alberton used to do Clement really Clement Desal. Yeah. Years ago. Yeah. Alberton. Craig. Yeah. Uh, Alberton. What's his it's name? Craig Albertine. Yeah. Albertine. Um, no, it's a, it's a natural track. It doesn't have any supercross jumps. It's flowing. It's fast. Uh, Hard pack. Yeah. It's. Um, Track looked gnarly this oh, weekend. Oh, dude, dude, it was. Yeah, they got a ton of rain on Friday. 
And so it was rutted and slot car. And we're going to have Jason Thomas on here in a little bit, and he's going to just mother F the track. But uh, <laughs> uh, it was rough. It was gnarly. Like, I know, come down the like hill separated. and just pick a line. Just like, ah, uh, pick a rut, you know? To separate, for sure, right? Uh, yeah, it was tough. Yeah. Definitely. Who were you most impressed with this weekend where you're like, dude, uh, that guy. Really- Michael Byrne. Sheesh. He was going to win. Michael Byrne was going to was win. Was that, that the moto. second moto or the first, first moto? moto? First. He had. A 13-second lead at one point. It was down to about eight or nine with, like, five laps remaining. Can I ask you a question? And he was did going he, to win. Did he crash or just no. put his foot out? He came around a right-hand sweeper with some rollers, got sideways, swapped, and then put his leg out, and his leg hit the ground before his bike and broke his tip. And hopefully hopefully didn't hurt his knee, but crushing blow for Forrest Butler, who we're going to have on later. I think I skipped Forrest Butler when I said we have our guests. Mm. Forrest Butler, team manager at BTOsports.com, Suzuki. He's going to come on. Burn was going to win. I was super impressed with him. I was, You know what, dude? I was watching it, and I, I yeah. was like, and they didn't show him crash. They just seen him pull off. And I was pumped for Forrest. Like, I was pumped for those guys because those guys have struggled at times. Yeah. You know? and, and, and just to see them get in the mix and get some get some press yeah. and stuff, I was pumped. Yeah. I was pumped for Burn. But I, I was pumped Burn's for... Burn's a all. good guy. Yo, Is there dude. anybody that doesn't like Michael Burn? Oh, we love Burn. Does anybody not like Michael Burn? I love Burner this Burn. guy right here. Burner's awesome. Burner's great. Um, so I was impressed with Michael Byrne because he was looking really good and he was fast in practice. Um, so I think he would have won. If you look down the results. What, what about your... Eli Tomac? Dude, Barsha was gone on that second moto. Hey, let's talk about the 450 class. Okay, all right. So I'm sorry. Okay, I'm well, who are you most like, impressed with? Like, this guy's good. This guy's coming on. What like... about filthy Phil Nicoletti on a, on a JGR motor privateer Honda? He goes 711. Phil's problem has always been holding it together, and he did. He held it together, man. Full Eight. privateer. I mean, he's he's out of a van. He is out of a van. Eighth overall. Bobby Canari, 10-12. We're going to have him on later. I'm going to get into my speech, Kenny. We'll wait till then. What do you want now? When you well, want? What, go read the – like, who who got second? Who got third? Tickle, second. Second tickle. Yeah, Brock Tickle. Short third. Yeah, yeah. So what about is Tick? Is that pretty good? Ride Tickle for was uh, two laps. I had, I didn't watch the race because I, you know I'm super mega media guy driving across the countries and borders to go watch races. Uh-huh. So I didn't watch the race yet, but I think there was a couple laps left. Only Tickle was gonna got past at the end, but he was close to winning. Jake Weimer was winning and looking good until he augured Sheesh. in the back. Is uh, Weimer okay? Yeah, he's fine. He's just had a whiplash, hit his head pretty good, but he's fine. I talked to him after the race. Second moto, he starts. He starts. Uh, 40th because he DNF the first one, crashes first lap. He's back to like 35th and, you know, ends up getting, I don't know, whatever he got. But um, Over it. And uh, Bobby Canari and Nico Izzy missed their gate pick for the first moto. Yeah, someone so, told me that they got into a – Oh, dude. What that, happened with Izzy that and, was the and talk Cooley? Of, that was the talk of the pits because Izzy, I guess, and we'll ask JT because he was down there and he – Izzy was freaking out on the AMA guy, Tim – Tim Olson? What's Tim's last name? Tim Tolson. Tim, what's Tim's no, last name? It's Mick Tool, Adams. Tool time. Tim, Tim Mick. Yeah, thank you. Um, Tim freaking McAdams. out, to, and 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 Tooley held the gate for a minute and a half extra because it was a twelve thirty moto start, which is unusual. But we did it for TV, and those guys were still late. Ryan Morris wasn't there, the new team manager. He wasn't there. Um, he had previous uh, in commitment, so he wasn't there. The guys didn't know about the twelve thirty or whatever. I don't know what the deal was. Izzy was going to fight the AMA guy right there. <laughs> It was, I guess, well, and we'll ask JT, I wasn't there, but. Wait, so, so they didn't go to the riders meeting or anything? Or? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I mean, Canari, I talked to stand-up guy, the Bobby, he's like, yeah, we were late. What are you going to do? He goes, yeah, it sucked. We were late. 
They should just be happy they held it for him with live TV. They well, don't hold anything well, for live TV. And that's TV. what Thule was like, guys, I held it for a minute and a half extra. like Because I know there was going to be some stragglers and we're trying to work with you. And I had to close it at some point. So, you know. Um, I think Thule would have took Izzy, though. Yeah, you got you got wait, in the so, battle of it. So yeah, wait, totally. it wasn't they were loading the gate. They had to go into that staging area. Yeah. Yes, yes. And if you're not in that staging area, you correct me if I'm wrong here because it's it hasn't happened since I was a mechanic. Mechanic and the rider has to be there with the bike in the staging area. Yeah, I believe, but it's kind of gray area. Like I used to be down there all the time and with the bike and no rider. And yeah. sometimes we got through, sometimes we didn't. So couldn't the rider be there without the mechanic, or they won't give him the gate? Well, it used to be the bike. Then they changed it. Now it's rider and the bike. Yeah. I think it's trying to just be like Euro, yeah. Europe, which is rider and the bike and the mechanic and everybody. Well, if you've been to Europe and the Parc Fumé in Europe, yeah, it's no, way better than anything. That yeah, they don't fool around, too. The Nationals can they do They don't hear. hold it a minute and a half. Yeah, no, they but don't. How about in Europe, too, like for Nations or GPs? Yeah. When they're on such a tight time schedule that the 30th place guy, because they only have 30 guys, he is just pulling into his gate when the 32nd board is up. Like, oh, yeah. Like they don't have time to get situated and sit there and – Crazy. Yeah, they, they they're not scared. So wait, so when this went down, did is he get fined or they? I did, don't know. I don't know. So he could. I think it's much like the Weston Pike uh, Vince Freezy fight at Washougal, which was awesome. Right. Hey, no, guys, no, but don't do, guys don't do that and come see us after the race, dude. It's yeah. an official though. I know. I, I don't know. So they, well, they let him race, so there shouldn't be any fines or any anything done know. after the fact of the race. The guys, Weston Pike's a privateer. Both of you two know. We're lacking in our our penalty system slash uh, ruling slash wow. rule books uh, indoors and out. Both of you know that. I want to be race director one day. All right, <laughs> that'd be good. No one's gonna try to fight you. Nobody, maybe, but I would <laughs> hand out some harsh penalties. Well, I mean, do it once and they won't do it again, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Hey, uh, big news. We got to talk about it. Um, Josh Hansen let go from H and H. Haven't seen a press release yet, but we know it's true. Uh, Kenny, what do you got to say? Can you say anything? What do you? What can you say? There's nothing I can say, and nothing I will say because it's kind of a. That's a, your guy. He he is my guy, and it's right. really I had nothing to do with it. I had it's just a direction that the team is going, and uh, was know, nothing done to you or heart like it was. It wasn't like one incident thing. You guys just it was. No, dude, it wasn't. First of all, it's not you like guys. It was it was Carrie and. Some other people got together and with some sponsors and people had to make some changes. And it's nothing against Josh. It's nothing against anything. It's just that it was time to um, – we had to make a change. And it wasn't anything that he did. There's all kinds of speculations. Oh, he did yeah. this. He did that. And it's all bullshit. But there will be a press release, and that's all I could say. And, you know, yeah, you I, I could speak from myself and, you know, other guys on the team. It wasn't a good day. It wasn't something right. that we were pumped on. It wasn't anything cool about it. Personally, I am – I've always been behind Josh, and people know this from the show. I back right. him 100%, yes. and I'll continue to back him and wish him the best of luck. And I wish that there's something more Love we can this guy right here. Wish there's something we can do, and that's all I really got to say right. about it. I don't have nothing. You so know. You're, you're, you're bummed. Did you hear what I said? Yeah. We're there's bummed. nothing more. We're bummed. We're bummed. Yeah. There's nothing more I want to say about it. It's a really yeah. touchy situation, and it's a f- really shitty situation that had to happen. And there'll be a press release, and that's all there, that's all yeah. there is to I, it. I feel... You guys, you need to have that release out. You should have had it out. I know it's not your deal, but uh, can we move on now? Yeah. We're, we're done with this conversation. What about him? What about him on twittering and talking crap on you? I mean, you, any comment? About can that? we move on? Yeah, <laughs> All right. we can move on. Um, let, JS7 comes back this weekend. 
There was no way I thought he was coming back. Unadilla is not one of his favorite tracks. It's not anybody's favorite track. Credit to him. He comes out, uh, rides, rides well in the first moto, checking out, washes the front end out, can't start his bike, gets ninth. Second moto, third place, hard crash. Did you guys see it? Hard crash, swapper into rollers, into the, into the dirt. Did you see it? Yeah. I was actually watching him. I saw the whole thing. Um, and that's it. I th- he, he tweeted he had a fractured finger, and that he's basically done for the year. He had surgery. Yeah, he had surgery. So, what is going on? What what is what is? Dude, I hit Kyle, you. What, I, I hit that? you up after the race. Yeah, and said, "What's the deal?" I don't know. I didn't talk to him. I'm like, "What do you mean? This guy's like the one of the biggest guys in the sport, and you don't." Being a journalist, you don't go over there and get. I was too busy trying to track the handy rumors down. I you're you're, you're supposed to be there reporting something. Go report something. I went by to see him. I went. I'm not. I I won't. I won't do this. Some media guys, media. Some media guys go to the riders' motorhomes and knock on their door. How about talking to someone on his team? Yeah, I did. I did. I asked you. Did you do it? Oh, I didn't even talk to the team. No, I said I didn't talk to James. Okay. What What do you want to know though? Like what? What what else can we say? They were like, we don't know. We don't we don't know. Yeah, you just hope for the best. There's nothing to know. I mean, when one of our is top it, guys goes down, you know, it's not good for the sport. Is we need this, all of them wait, healthy. What does it say right here? I said, Steve, see. is Stewie okay? And you're all. I said, how's how's the Suzuki camp? Didn't talk to any of them. Well, not at that point, I probably hadn't. I think you text me like no. You, you, it's yeah, right here in text message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Steve, it was eight oh seven. It was liar. it was five o'clock West Coast time. Eight o'clock. So that means New it was York. eight o'clock. You were in I a car. I was still at the track. Trucks are loaded up. I was still at the track. <laughs> at eight o'clock at night, you were still at the track. I think we left right around Staff's then. Gone yeah. Dude, I was then. talking to you. You were in your Twitter. Staff's gone. You're Twittering. You know from your circuit. You know from your pro circuit days, they're not gone. Dude, well, you're no, Twittering. The pro circuit team's not gone, <laughs> yeah, but other <laughs> other teams are gone. Dude, you were Twittering at the same time about how you were you seen Tim Hardens or Tim something, and you're getting close to Canada. <laughs> so you can't <laughs> tell me. Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons. You can't say Tim you're still Hardens, at the track. Like you Hardens. didn't even go by there and check on it. Yes, so I did. Absolutely. Mathis got, isn't I, doing his job. I got nothing of significance. Nothing. Nobody knew. Nothing. I mean, what do you want them to say? They got to be bummed. I mean, is it? It's not good. It's not good, right? No, not good for anybody. Teams. You know, I get accused of, of blowing. I get accused of blowing a lot of different riders during the year. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I get accused of blowing James a lot. I, I I love seeing him ride. The guy's amazing, and I want him. The fo- those we first, all want him. Those first four motors of the nationals were so good and so gnarly, and like what it's it's. We need those guys healthy. That guy can't keep hitting the ground like this, right? Yeah. No. Right? Yeah. Or Kenny? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Deep. That's- <laughs> That's deep right there. Or can he? <laughs> question with a question. Dude, it's not like I'm not – it's not or like I don't he? love watching James right. Stewart ride. That guy's freaking awesome. The things he does on a motorcycle is unbelievable. Yeah, but, dude, it's awesome. like how many times can you do that to your body? Well, I mean, yeah. Dude, and he's you, 27 years old now. He, I mean – That old? Yeah, 27. Yeah. Yeah. 26, 27. Yeah, he yeah. can't – his body ain't going to be able well, to respond like that. I mean, and he only knows one, one speed. Uh, I said in the morning, I said to somebody, I just, I want him to go out there. I want him to take a 2-2, you know, get better. And they're like, when has he ever taken a 2-2? When would he? And I'm like, you're right. Win or the dirt. You're right. He's not going to do that. But go in there, take a 2-2, ride well, build build it up. Come Dude, what do you think happens back. if he comes back for Soupy and it doesn't start out the way it should be? Well, I mean, this is it, right? I, I don't know. I don't, I wouldn't. I don't know. Thanks, Pookie. I never doubt that guy, though, dude. I never want, count that guy out. I'm good. I'm good. You want coffee? No, he's too good. 
What? We're doing a live show. Yeah. Get out of here. Come on. Hey, if I hooked up with a chick in Canada, is that cool? Because it's another country. Is that cool? It's not cheating. Yeah, if I can. There's another right. chick? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Open relationship. Uh, uh, I don't know, Kenny, because this is it. Right? What do you mean this is it? He can't. No, who else is going to hire him if it, this doesn't work out? I don't know. Husaberg. Varna. A lot right. of options. All right. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't like. I don't know James that well, like you know, on a personal level. But I just don't think that, you know, if it if he doesn't really go his way, and I think he has a, he's not one of those guys that. Yeah. I don't think James is one of those guys that rides the bad out. You know what I mean? Right. I think he, yep. when it goes bad, it goes bad, and that's it. And then he starts all. He'll you know either get injured or take some time off and then come back fresh. He, you never see him go, you know, 1, 1, 7, 9, yeah. 12, yeah, 15, no, no. 1, 1, and, and bring it back around. Yeah. He's, he, he, you know, if he's doing bad and he thinks it's the bike or himself or whatever, he'll throw, he'll, he'll take some time off and regroup and come back out and kill it. Speaking of uh, going your own way, what, what is new with Hart 9010? What is happening? You lost Josh Anderson. What is going on? You have two riders. You need to hire two riders. Yep. What can you tell me? I can't tell you anything at this moment because we're still trying to... Are you done and you're just waiting? No, we're not done. We're not done at all. We're just stacking our chips, trying to figure out the right people at the right time. I keep we... hearing weird old things. Let's hear it. Let's hear you... I want to hear it, too. I keep hearing weird old things. Let's hear it. I, I, just they're weird. They're out there. But, well, let's go. Here, let's, let's hear them. Let me just say, like, you guys have big-time team, big-time sponsors. Ricky Carmichael coming on board. You need a rider. You want to make a rider. RC's not coming out to just, you know... Get beat badly with, with, you know? Who's out there? Well, this is what I'm hearing weird things. Well, what, what are, are you hearing? hearing? <laughs> I'm hearing that Chad Reed going to your program, like going over, can't get title sponsor, going to going to your program. He's got Dude, another year on a Honda, though. Who told so, you that? Uh, that's a good, that's a good. They're that's a, out there, okay? And I'll it, say that's warm. Okay. Luke warm, but James it's Stewart switching over to your program. Why would he switch over to our program? I don't know. It's out there, though. That makes no sense. He's on the Listen, same equipment. I told you it's weird. I told you it's out there. You guys doing Stewart or something? Like it's out there. This is what our this is what our deal is. We have sponsors that we have to have a profile rider. Well, yeah. Okay. So they're collectively the sponsors and there's a, there's a meeting going to go on here on Wednesday that everyone's going to get together and you know we can't have. A triple guy, like you say, like hit a triple, get a double. No, we no. can't. We cannot have that for, for your that. second guy. You can have that. That's my. That's my beef. That's okay. My, that's well, you keep doing a radio show and not and going to the races and not report on what you're supposed to be reporting, okay. and you'll be fine. I'm okay. okay. <laughs> so, so okay. So, so there's a little bit of warmth to the one thing, but the other thing is crazy, and and who knows? Yeah. Right. I'm just saying, you guys, Bentley, these teams, they listen, go out. They, listen to this. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take off right now when you. No, okay, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm, 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 miss, I'm, no. Okay. Just go explain to him. Well, let's get our next. Let's get our first guest on the line. Jason Thomas, JT. What's happening? What's up? Hey, Kyle Bentley's in studio. I don't know if you knew that. I did not know that. What's, what's up? up? What's up, JT? Kyle? How are you? Good, man. Hanging out. Um, JT, the farewell tour to Unadilla has happened, and I'm guessing. That in the future, if you do a selected a selected schedule, Unadilla will not be on your 
places you're going to go go to? Probably not. I would say you're very astute in your assumption there. <laughs> not a good, not a good weekend for you, bud. Uh, after a couple well, of weeks of building, a couple yeah. weeks, of, yeah. Honestly, like the first mode, I was I was pretty much dead last in the start because I got run into the banners, and then um, <clears throat> yeah, I was trying to move up, but I wasn't riding that great, and then. Like, I saw my team guys kind of running. Um, <laughs> like, I really did. Like, I saw, um, I, I think it may have been Karsten, or maybe four. Somebody was running, like, next to the track, and that's never a good sign. Like, they, you know, none of the guys were in the, in the places they were before, like, waving me on. Yeah. And then I saw somebody running, so I'm like, oh, man, something bad happened to Burner. Right. I, I still could never see him because he was, like, behind these banners. But um, So I was kind of, like, a little bit you know, frazzled from that, and then obviously once I got back to the truck and kind of learned everything, I was just over it. Like, I didn't even want to ride the second moto, but right. um, well, you know, you're obviously you're, I had to. And, you're, a, you're a professional. You have to race. And, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I knew I had to, but I was just like, my head wasn't in it anymore, you know? Right. Like, I, mentally, I was just like over it. I just wanted to get out of their safe. He would have won, JT. He would have won. I know. I watched, uh, I, you know, I talked to him a bunch about it, and then I watched uh, the race on TV and uh, I looked at all the lap times and yeah, pretty pretty sure he would have won. What do you, what do you say? What do you say? Was he like? What did he say? Yeah, was he? Did they take him to the hospital or did he just stay there and go get? No, us? they transported him. Yeah, he was in like a crazy amount of pain. It looked and, like he uh, was in a lot of pain on the ground. Yeah, yeah. So they took him in an ambulance to try. You know, obviously they needed to get better X rays and all kinds of stuff like that. Um, Is and, he home? They, Is he home now? Uh, he's in Jacksonville, um, where he's going to have surgery later this week. So he just kind of he wanted to get just basically get there and get settled in, and then um, I think they're waiting maybe for the swelling to go down before they operate on it. Uh, that sucks, dude. Um, I was looking for him this morning. Uh, I flew out at five fifty, and you said he yep. was on the first flight, but I went over there, I didn't see him. Um, yeah, he was on that flight. No, he wasn't. He wasn't there. Yeah, he was on the five fifty a.m. No. out of Syracuse. Nope, not there. Yes, he was. <laughs> I talked to him, dummy. Well, I went there and I walked around that Syracuse airport. Ain't that big, bud? Well, he was there. Um, I talked to him. I talked to him after he landed in Atlanta from the first flight. JT. So, JT, so um, moving on from that tragedy, uh, what, what's your thoughts about Josh Hansen? Um, dude, why do you keep? Dude, who cares? I'm asking the the guest. Dude, dude, why do you keep bringing it up? Try to slam the guy. Let it, leave it. Let it go, Steve. I'm serious. I don't think that's what dude, he was what, going for. Not at all. Well, what is, what is J- JT doesn't have nothing to say about Josh Hansen. He doesn't give a shit. It's not. Okay. I like Annie. I don't. I mean, we all do. Just quit trying to fucking drill the guy. Jeez, dude, it's I don't t- get it. You're t- trying t- to t- fucking. Hit t- 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 that, that wasn't a leading question. It wasn't dude, like, what does he have? Uh, dude, I said let it go. It's his birthday. Dude, I said let it go. There's nothing to talk about it. It's done. Like just let it go. Quit talking about. You always try to fucking. Ruin the guy. Let it go. The guy is... Just let it go, dude. Please. 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 Uh, yeah. Please. please have dude, who listen to this fucking moron? They can't listen to him. <laughs> it's his birthday. I don't give a fuck what it He's is. He's got one wish. He wants to know what JT thinks. Hey. Uh, I, 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 I thought sometimes we do like a media, like we're information for the sports and for the fans. Well, then you should have went, in, then you should have went in, and covered what happened to Stewie instead of worrying about Josh Hansen right now. And well, you it's a story. Some- it's a story in our sport. It's a story. In our sport. Legit. Can you get the interview? No, I don't think so. Is there any chance he comes on the show? Dude, to, let it go, dude. To promote himself, to try to find a route. The only way he comes on the show is to beat you down. All right, fair enough. Hey, Like celebrity death match, though. That could be good. Uh, what do you think of uh, Moose Can finally winning an overall, JT? Good for him. 
yeah, I mean, um, you know, obviously it was it was cool to see him benefit from being consistent instead of just totally getting screwed every weekend from being yeah. consistent. So uh, it was fun for me. Obviously, if it was going to happen, I think that was a track that you could point well, at and say, you know, would probably happen at. Watson brought this up earlier. Why do you think guys like Muscan, Roxon won his first moto. Uh, Kyle said that Kristoff was super fast there, and he his was. Favorite track. Favorite track. Uh, Everett's, Alberton, Tortelli, Tortelli Hall asked there. What, what, do you, what is it, JT? What do, you, what do you get out of that place that makes these guys so good? Um. Normally it's not that hot, which is then a huge factor, but I think it helped rocks in the first moto. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just on top of it, like, I don't know if you've ever been to tracks like in the south of France or oh, all the time. Uh, anywhere like that. Yeah. They're just really rocky and, and marbly like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, you kind of get like a different, it's a different feel. Like traction-wise, um, the tires are kind of always pushing a little bit because the dirt is loose with the rocks. So I think they just have a lot more experience with that stuff than we do. Like they grew up, they grow up racing on those kind of surfaces. Um, not that they're a, you know a lot better than we are at it. It's just you know if they're really close, then you put them on dirt that they're really comfortable on, and you know the results improve a little bit. Is it uh, you know Burns said he loved Unadilla, one of the only yep. few um, AMA guys who do though. Most guys do not like the place. Would you agree? Yeah, I think it's uh, not a favorite. To be honest with you, I think if if it hadn't rained on Friday, I think the track would have been really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, probably the best we've seen it in a long time because they brought in a ton of topsoil and dirt. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the rain kind of made it muddy, and then obviously, obviously, you could see how treacherous, treacherous it was on TV. People are crashing literally all over the track. Yeah, and um, I don't know. I mean, it, you know, I I saw seen all these tweets and stuff about how great the track was and the best track in Nick, Nick however Way. many years but Nick Way loved it. Honestly those were all from people that weren't there. <laughs> and uh <laughs> to be, I mean that's just how it was. Like right. it was it felt really dangerous. Like we were going really, really fast in sections that you really didn't want to go fast in. Right. And it seemed like when there were crashes there were big crashes. So Yeah. It's um, kind of a bummer but Right, right. Yeah, it uh, didn't go well for you guys and uh and your team so I wonder if you guys are going to – we're going to force Butler on later, your team manager, by the way. Yep. And um, yep. I, I guess we'll ask him, but maybe fill-in guy for Burner for the last two? I don't think so. I think it's just going to be me and Jimmy, to be yeah. honest with you. Top Jimmy. wasn't there this weekend. Bummer. Hopefully he gets better. Um, yeah, I think he just wanted to take a weekend off and uh, get his head right. And, you know, right. he, he could take a few days off and then, you know, have plenty of time to prepare for Steel City. Right. So. Uh, Kyle. Um, yes. Okay, so Southwick and Unadilla comes and goes. And – all the guys like me in the media, the guys that do the hard work in the trenches, the, in the media, we feel like Baggett's going to lose points to Barsha in these last four motos. We just, because it's Southwick and Unadilla, and that's where Barsha rules. Yeah. So we saw how that went, though. Incredibly enough, Barsha, when he needed the starts the most, he hasn't gotten them and crash and, and, and this and that. Um, and this and that. And this and that. They uh, both got 36 points this week. No, no, I know. What I'm trying to look for, and I don't have the points here. Tomac's the one that pulled in. That's, what's going to happen? Is Tomac ahead of Barsha now? I need to look no, in the points. No, It's got to be close. I think they're tied. Okay. So is Tomac, Bentley, is is Tomac the guy that now, is he the guy that Baggett's got to worry about? Baggett doesn't have to worry about anybody. Whoa! Oh, it says the XPC guy. Yeah, Pro Circuit has some bad history with the last few tracks that came through. Southwick, I lost a championship to... Yeah. Dungy or was yep, Dungy. Kennard? Dungy. Dungy. The next year was yeah. Paula. Paula, yeah. We're not going to either of those spots. And 
If Mitch can get out of Southwick with a points yeah. lead, he's how, looking pretty solid. How often do you wake up in the middle of the night, tears rolling down your face, thinking of two lost championships that were as close as one could probably get? Bonus money's still the same. Nothing. What do you mean nothing? <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> what do you mean nothing? No, what do you mean? Like no bonus money? No, nothing. Porcel never paid you any bonus money. Not a dollar. I made oh, come on. I made more money off JT at the poker table. <laughs> that definitely is not true. Uh, <laughs> hey, come on. Not a dime. Wow. Three years. Did right. you ask him? Yeah. That's dickish. Yeah, but I, I mean, I don't know. It's it's tough in these days. It is it's what not it like is. When, it's not like when Watson and I were in the trenches tuning. I got ten percent of everything Nick Way made from purse money. Yeah. And Red Dog wrote me a couple of checks that were pretty big when he was doing. Like times are a little different because. I, I think it's something that some- you need to have an agreement before you get into it. It was established. We were, and, and it, we were on the same page. Oh, it was established. Yeah. See, that's what's not fair. Like, I, I have a hard time with mechanics going saying, hey, um, yes. if you have a deal going, hey, I, 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 you know, will you bonus me out at the end? Wow. And then you have to go, hey, can I get my bonus? And yeah. they give you $500 and you're all, 500 bucks. A bonus is a bonus, whatever they want to give you. Yes. 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 I agree 100%. Yeah. There was no percentage set up. It was well, but no, but do you your said deal. There was an agreement. Yeah, that what we would agreement? get something. Oh, okay, okay. It's a bonus. Yeah. It's like a tip at a yeah. at a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing yeah. in writing. You All get right. it. Well, there was, and an then issue. you got guys like Andrew Short in the sport who are very open, right. and they give AMA money bonuses to their yeah. guys. And there's just good guys that take care of the guys that have their hands in their life every weekend building their bike. And there's guys that uh, don't care. I mean, he did win two Supercross titles with you. Two East Coast and, titles. I mean, nineteen race wins. Well. Yeah, I'm with Kenny, though. Going to the guy ahead of time and being like, hey, I need – like Nick Wade came to me and said, hey, I'm going to give you 10% of my purse money. I'm like, cool. Uh, Timmy said, hey, I'm just going to look after you. Now, his idea of looking after me and my idea were a little different, but I'm still never going to complain, except, I, except on a radio show. Yeah, the two but, championships I won, I got nothing. The first time Christoph came over and I worked for him the first three races, Yeah. Phoenix, Anaheim, the two Anaheims. Yeah, when he won one. He yeah, won one of them, yeah, I did get a bonus check from him for those races. Yeah. But then, uh, like like Kenny, like you said, you know, Chad Reed's first mechanic. There were some issues there with with bonus money that you know didn't end up well. So, I don't. Well, I think I think just to shed some light on that, I don't think that that situation was handled the best way possible. No, by the by um, the mechanic, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. And, and you I'm, can't come. You can't bring the rider like a contract and try to make him <laughs> sign it with his own bonus program on it, yeah. like. No. no, I agree, and that's why, like, and then I saw Chad Wright. That's Dave. why I said it's like a tip at a restaurant. Yeah. It should just be whatever you believe. Hey, I, how did you work your, how did I you s- work your bonuses with Frank? <laughs> uh, actually, it changed a lot. Like, at one time, whenever he was driving me around, I gave him 30% of everything, just because he was driving and right. doing everything. So, I don't know, it's been different. Like, this year, this year, like, I haven't really given my mechanic much, because he honestly makes more than I do, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, kind of hard. It's no, like that, hard no, to justify it. That's tough, and I think in a, any mechanic, any if you're working for JT, no offense, we'd be. I mean, you wouldn't. Ex- I wouldn't expect anything from JT. I'd be like, the guy's not making a main event. He's. Did I, I work for guys worse than JT? <laughs> I, I haven't. Like honestly, honestly, I, I work work he makes more than I do every weekend. I work at high levels. Yeah. I don't take guys like JT, but anyways, we've all worked we've for all this. worked for. We've worked for the same guy, guy. Who? Birdwell. Oh yeah, yeah, high levels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. I forgot. Hey, we're gonna get Birdie on the show. No way. Yes. Sweet. Well, you, are you okay with him? Or are you fighting with him or anything? Or no. I okay. Love Birdie. Um. Anyways, no bonuses. Wow. Jeez, that's dickish. But it's I mean, what it is. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Uh, you can complain, I guess. But in the end, like you said, it's a bonus. What can you? It's a bonus. It, yeah. yeah. You yeah. gotta do your job. Right. Still, championships to be won. 
Do you do you think about those titles though? Do you, do you I mean, do you yeah, say, yeah, four would be definitely better than two, but yeah, some of us don't have any. Do you, some, think, yeah, you, I mean, do you think you'd be where you're at today if you had those? You never know. Maybe I'd be managing the team, and you'd oh. be my right hand man. <laughs> I'd be managing, and Kenny oh. would be my right hand guy. Yeah, guy. Yeah, just joking. Oh, don't um, don't fire me. Yeah, please don't fire <laughs> me. Hey, what about though? Okay, so you left Pro Circuit. And it kind of wasn't – you didn't want to leave. No, or, I did not want to leave. So, it was okay, a bad so deal. You, a bad deal. I don't know how much you want to talk about it. But no, we can here, talk here's about my it. point. You're now in there. I mean, Pro Circuit and H&H are one. And you're in there all the time. You're a big part of that deal. You're t- Mitch is – you talk to Mitch. You talk to Bones. You talk to all those guys. Yeah. Was it awkward at first? No. How was it? Like Me and Mitch are really good friends. Uh, since I left Pro Circuit, we, we – I knew we were going to be friends for a while, and it's it's been a really good deal. And that's how this deal with H and H developed was. Kenny called and asked, and Kenny called who? Me. Yeah. And asked if I'd be interested in helping them. They're switching brands. They right. need. They're gonna. They want to run Pro Circuit. They yeah. need somebody to work with Pro Circuit. Kenny called Mitch. I didn't really spoke to Mitch. It was like a couple of weeks after I got. Oh, was know, that soon? Yeah, it was real, yeah, yeah, real yeah, soon. Yeah. And uh, Kenny called, and he was actually the first person to talk to Mitch about me after the whole deal went down. And right. Because Kenny's called, calling to see if you're stealing parts and if you're no, you know, if lighting just, things on fire. If, if <laughs> no, be, but I mean, for like, hey, Mitch. Yeah, what, what, yeah and he deal? called and he called me back and Mitch had nothing but pleasant things to say about me and right. would love to work with me and yeah, yeah. help the team. And So then uh, right away you knew that, hey, I'm good. I yeah, can go I'm back good. In. I went back right. in and right. yeah, it was no hard feelings. It's just, like you said, something that had to be done and yeah. you know, it wasn't a good deal. It just had to be done. You happy now though? Like, oh yeah, I mean, things happen for a reason. Say, like, you don't want to say, oh, "I wish I was back at Pro Circuit and not dealing with this guy." But are you happy now? I mean, are well, you I'm the kind of guy that I'm pretty loyal to anything. Yeah, um, I would have been at Pro Circuit for right forever. I would have never left there. That, that yep. program's awesome. He runs a good ship. You know, you you're guys work win your balls races. off. You guys work your balls off. We work off. hard, but it yeah. you know winning is rewarding and right. and it's awesome. You yeah. put on that pit shirt and you yeah. walk around and yeah. you, don't, you know you don't need credentials. People know who you are. And uh, yeah, I would have been there for a long time, but you know things work out for a reason, and right. and I'm happy. I mean, well, but me as a former mechanic, and I don't know so much about Watson. If there's one thing I miss, and you were you won a lot more races than I did, although I have Mount Morris with Kelly Smith and Summer Cross. I mean, That's lo- a, those a are lot big of semi wins, semi. lot of semi semi wins, day qualifiers. Uh, not so much those. <laughs> Anyways, I four stroke national. Thank you. <laughs> Two time East Coast four stroke national champion. One year going undefeated, like Carmichael and Stewart, with Kelly Smith. Um, so you and I are, are you know, a lot of race wins. Yeah. The one thing I miss, I don't miss the hours. I don't miss the monotony of it because near the end it got pretty monotonous with building and rebuilding motors. And, and one thing I miss though is the adrenaline rush on the on the floor when your guy's doing well. That was an awesome feeling, like goosebump type feeling. You don't do that anymore. You're yeah. literally in the stands. Sometimes in the t- manager's tower. I sit tower, next to you in the press box. Or manager's tower when Kenny Kenny's in the suite with Hart. Yep. Do you miss that? Is that what you miss? No, we all. I mean, that's why we most of us get involved in the sport is because we're not good enough to do what you know JT does, and we all grew up riding. So uh, the only option for us is to be something in the sport. So I started working on dirt bikes, and of course, I love dirt bike racing. Yeah, nothing gets me going more than you know being on the line for the main event and bike starting and right. revving the throttle for the guy and telling him you know positive things and getting him going. Right. So yeah, I miss that part of it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's a give and trade, you know. There's there's other things about what I do now that are, are you know, fulfilling. Right. Uh, JT, before we get to the tweet at tit segment here, 
Who's the bigger threat to Baggett? Uh, we, Kyle already went on record as saying there is no threat. Barsha or Tomac here from the last two? Uh, I don't know. That's impossible to predict. Great. I would have Thanks. to say Tomac awesome. recently. but Can't ask you about that. Can't you know. ask about a guy who got fired. We guess we may as well just fold up shop. Kenny. No, I'm just saying. That, last show? Yeah, I mean, yeah. who knows? I, I don't know. I would say Tomac based off recent performance, but right. I mean, what do you obviously Barsha has been around there all year. They're tied. So, Go on record, you know. JT. Baggett's got it locked up. It's looking pretty good. It's yeah. <laughs> Look at you. Yeah, just, I mean, I mean honestly, <laughs> he's in the most favorable position. From a guy who lost the championship in the last motos of the year, he's sitting here going, "It's it's done deal, done deal." <laughs> he can get top five all the way out. He'd be fine, right? Uh, probably, yeah. yeah. He's got almost a moto lead. Um, let's take this call, and then uh, we got Dustin here for JT. Dustin, what's up? Hey, how you guys doing? What's up, man? Thanks for listening. What, uh, what's going on? I should say happy birthday to Kyle. To Kyle. If it was his birthday, he would say thanks, but it's Tits's. It's oh, the- Tits. Oh, sorry. I thought I on late. Yeah. No, it's Tits's birthday Happy birthday, today. Tits. Yeah. But yeah, thanks. You. Yeah, my birthday was a couple weeks ago. I'll take some credit. Mine's coming up, yeah. so you guys all Leos. start saving. All, you your Leo? card's in the mail. Libra. Uh-oh. Mine's in June, so I appreciate it. Leo. Leo. Yeah. Me too. When's your birthday, Watson? Christmas. <laughs> and mine was the 15th, so it's a couple days ago. Christmas baby Day. Jesus. That's what baby, baby Jesus was born. They're brothers. Or can he? Could be the chosen one. Or can he? Or the can deep he? question. Or can he? Or can he? <laughs> uh, what's, your, what's up, Dustin? I was going to say, uh, you know, uh, CJT at Olsen, I was seeing him at the last couple of Supercrosses. Um, I was wondering, uh, you guys were talking about bonus money. I was wondering what kind of bonus money I could like, donate to somebody if I could somehow get an autographed jersey for JT. You want an autographed jersey from JT? He'll probably yeah, sell you one. What would it take? Like, like, donating something? What, to you him. Know, what would it take? Because I'm a huge JT fan. I've, to him. He needs money. He'll sell you the jersey, and it'll be more than his purse <laughs> money from the weekend. Guys in box <laughs> fans, give it yeah, to the I riders. To, I tried to get a picture with him in Vegas. I had one of his guys uh, take uh, one of those Toyota pit signs and had him autograph it. I was hoping it come out. But, uh, oh, he was too busy macking down on the Monster Girl in between his races to take photos. Yeah, I heard about fans. that. So. <laughs> uh, I don't know, JT. What, what can this guy do? What's your deal? JT, what's your deal? What, what do you want this guy to do to get a signed jersey from you? Um, just come by. Where are you going, Elsinore? Yeah, I'll be at Elsinore. Okay. Yeah, just come by. All right, sweet man. I really appreciate it. Wait you got to have a you got to have a little signal though. Way to screw Road to Recovery, JT. Guy could have given a hundred bucks <laughs> to Road to Recovery. <laughs> I would have done it. I would have done it. Yeah, totally. Because I should have just thought of that right off the top of my head. He said that. Oh, I didn't hear him. Oh, sorry. All right, just come by. You, you can still do it. Also, yeah, so donate. It's not like because I didn't say it. Okay, hey, Dustin, give $100 to Road to Recovery, and they'll give you a receipt on email. Bring that receipt to JT, and I guarantee you he'll probably do more than just a jersey for you. That sounds good, dude. I'll definitely do it. Because that's his last national, and I guarantee you everything's getting thrown out. And I guarantee he'll probably let you use his hair gel. I can go for the faux hawk, too, mate. I'll do that for Elsinore. All right, Dustin, thanks. Thanks, buddy. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. JT, you've got some fans out there. Another guy... Wanted another jersey from you this weekend, Unadilla. I don't know if you hooked him up with or not. But, but, yeah, yeah. I, I did. He came by. I gave it to him. Uh, all right, let's do the Tweet at Tits segment, btosports.com. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from btosports.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. All right, these are real questions from real listeners. btosports.com segment, Tweet at Tits. Tits, how many, how many questions this week? Thousands? Couple thousand, yeah. Couple thousand questions. Mm-hmm. He went through the best of them, and according to Kenny, he picked the worst ones to ask us. Right. Let's do it. All right. Uh, I'm guarantee you something will be terrible for Moser in here. 
<laughs> he didn't send a question this week, sadly. Uh, Willie Nico wants to know if one of the current members of the Oh, wait, team... wait, wait, wait. JT, what about Nico Izzy and, and the big... I mean, that was gnarly, right? Oh, yeah. Almost a brawl on the starting line. Oh, because he we, just... we can get into that after this, so we'll get into it after. Let, okay. let tweets go. All right. All right. Sorry, Tits. If Barsha Dungeer Baggett were to get hurt before the Disnations, would Alessi get a look at the spotters? He... Alessi isn't going to the Disnations unless Never. every rider dies in a plane crash after Elsinore. There's just no way. Okay. So who would be the guy? Tomac. They, yeah. They'd already have – well, no, I guess they wouldn't have. Tomac. Who would be the guy? Depends no matter who got what. hurt. Right. Depends who got hurt. Yeah. Who do you send, Watson? If one of them got hurt? Yep. What do you send if a light's got – what would you send if Baggett got hurt? Tomei. Tomei. Okay, well, who do you send if Barsha gets hurt or Dungey? Tomei? Short. <laughs> I don't think the Americans know what they're in for this this no. designation. No, they, they, I know what they're in for. They're in for a fucking victory is what they're in for. I want to can be G- tough. No. There's lots. You know, when, you know when Villapoto I, won it, Bud's it, Creek, it, both yeah. motos? Yeah. That Hurlings kid yeah. could do that. At designation this okay. year, he, he has two other teammates that suck balls. One guy, yeah, he has suck two balls. <laughs> I mean, I'm with you. Look at, I was there last year. I went to the GP last year. It's horrible. It's super gnarly. It makes it makes Southwick look like yes. a, a hardback However, track. Guess, have you been there? Roxon videos. Roxon almost beat Hurlings there last year, and I would say, generally speaking, Roxon Baggett has Roxon covered this year in most motos. Now it's sand, so I everybody go Hurlings, 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 Hurlings. I, I didn't see it. I saw a very fast sand router, but I didn't see anybody that's going to just kill him like they're talking about. He's on a 350, though, I heard, and he ain't going to beat Dungy. You don't beat Dungy. You, you don't beat Stewart. You don't beat Villapoto. Those are the three How best riders in the world. How can you say that you don't world. beat Dungy? You don't beat him. Dungy gets beat all the time here Except in the States. Mar- oh, really? Yeah. He gets oh, beat all the time. Unless he beat him. He did, and he should have gone to Disnations. <laughs> all right. Dungy has a pretty good track record at Disnations. Pretty damn good. Yeah, the does. guy, I mean, here, Hurlings may beat him and Caroli may beat him, but three guys, the depth of the U.S. team will come through in the end and they will win. Unless disaster strikes and your pro circuit bike blows up. Sand. I know. I feel, I feel like that Belgium has a, a better chance to beat us than anybody. Mitch won't let that Honestly. happen. He'll take Absolutely. motors. Absolutely. No, I agree. Belgium could do it. Uh, the Sal, the Diker. And Van Horbe. Yeah, I don't know, well, the I don't thing, know if Stryboss is going or no, if the Diker's going. No, it's not. The Diker's going. But it's, you know what? The, the, yeah. the, the deal is that Stryboss, um, maybe for on the PC side, like the, the sand and all that, but they do sponsor the CLS team. So that CLS team has tested there. They know what to run, and I think it's going to be – I know everything. Very good point. I think that they're, they're not going to go into it totally blind. Dear Harry Nolte, what do we run? What's going on? How is Lomo? For sure. Yeah. They're going – they got to go over early. They are. They're leaving two days after Elsinore. Yeah, they, they have to go yeah. to test they for are. sure. They are. Then we might be okay. <laughs> well, all right. You answered Willie Nico's question as well, by the way, so thank you to that. Um, what are you talking about? I answered it. He want to know, besides USA, who has oh. the next best team? Canada. So, Canada or Belgium. <laughs> all right. Ben Haynes wants to know. Canada's guys are all hurt, and this weekend in the pits in Walton, the rumors of the guys that they were going to send – I'm like, stay home. <laughs> like, you know, a lot of the top guys are hurt. So we don't, we're not setting our best team. And I'm just like, I'm talking to Cole Thompson, uh, who's going, and the, I'm just, stay Who home. Who are they sending? Heidi Cook? 
I don't even. I, they don't know yet, and and they're trying. Yeah, they're trying to send a guy who has a broken ankle and a guy who's just come back from a femur injury. <laughs> he has a broken ankle right now. They're sending him. Yes. Yes. Wow. Because he bought a quote unquote a machine to heal the ankle. <laughs> yeah, Doc Metzger's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, Tits, let's go. Whoa, whoa, all right, I'm sorry. Um, Kim wants to know. Uh, a guy or a girl? I believe it's a guy. He's got yeah, a. Yeah, there's no girls. It, I think it's so a questions this show. Swedish last name that I can't pronounce. Um, I want you guys to talk about Regal's privateer effort for this weekend. How did he do, in your opinion? Better. 19th. 13 21. Or what? Still no stickers on the bike. 17. 18. All right. Um, Neil Romero wants to know, wants to get an update on Josh Grant, Kyle Chisholm, or Brock Tickle and what they're signed for next year, if anything. Chisholm doesn't have anything. Josh Grant, I heard, is going back to JGR, but he has a contract with the Jeff Ward team another year. Maybe your guy Purcell is supposed to go over there. Uh, and uh, Tickle, Tickle told me a couple weeks he's going to have something done. I heard the Langston KTM guys. Oh. Um, I don't. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, JT might know more. Sounds like he does. He sounds like he does. Ping said the Christian Craig signed with them. Langston KTM. Uh, he did not yet. No, I actually heard Christian Craig talking on the starting line and said he hadn't signed anything yet. He oh. said that TLD and um, Langston and Witt had offered him something, but he hadn't signed anything. Christian L- Craig's got some talent. Yeah, he looks good on a bike. Langston's getting factory support from KTM this year or next know. year. They are. Yeah, that's what, that's what I heard. And your and your team is too, JT. Yeah, those so are the two, KTM the two is KTM just, teams. They have opened that tap of work stuff. Well, then what happens flowing. to JDR or what is that that team? KTM. They're, they're the two fifty team. Seems like they need more support than anybody. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they they, yeah. they I think they have a good JT. Program. What's going on with Tickle then? What's happening with Tickle? And we'll ask them. But um, I don't want to blow him out of the water. It's right now my place to say, but um, what's the rumors? I could see him. Okay, where could you see him? <laughs> I could see him on Yamaha. Star racing. Going back there? No. They're not doing four for these, right? Uh, I don't know. JGR? JGR? Hmm. Interesting. All right. right. (laughs) Mark Held wants to know if there's any updates on RV and his contract negotiations. Kenny? You know anything? No, I don't know. How would I know? I don't talk to uh, Philip Poto every day. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know why it hasn't happened. It's weird. It's weird, right? I think today was the deadline. I I heard today was the day they're supposed to figure it out. But that was supposed to be. I don't be. know. Yeah. Okay. We should call him. Okay. Uh, R. Sneep wants to know if Musquin ever did get a penalty for passing when he went off the track. I, I got a bunch of tweets about this. I haven't watched it. The show. Did you guys see it? Yeah, I saw it. That was kind of crazy. It was a little, little sketchy. Pretty blatant. Yeah. yeah. I guess nothing happened, I guess. I don't want to hear anything Probably about not. penalties and <laughs> MX sports and rules. Well, not he, definitely, he definitely gained an advantage. No doubt. He made the pass. It doesn't matter. They don't. They don't care. Well, Feld's no better. Feld's no better. That's what I'm, I mean. No, they don't. Yeah, no. Our sport is wishwashy. Is, 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 our sport is rudderless, dude. Yeah. There's nothing mm-hmm. going on. We took with video anybody. a few times this year to them to protest Who, a couple of things. Feld guys? No, we did as a team. Yeah, no, you took it to Feld, though. H-H. Yeah. Yeah. Well, AMA. Right. right. AMA. Nothing. But there isn't an AMA, really. I mean, well, whoever, whoever's Gallagher. officiating. <laughs> yeah. Which Gallagher is an FOM guy who they gave the AMA, you know, Gallagher started as an FIM guy. Yeah. Now he's, but they seem to find Hanson. They, they they seem to find Hanson cutting the track at Daytona, no problem. That was pretty blatant, but you know, 
Do, wh- no, but I'm saying inconsistency. How is like it they- blatant to go from 20th to 4th in two turns? It's not blatant. <laughs> <laughs> hey, unless he cut the track in Daytona in the heat race, worse than I've ever seen it cut before, and they didn't do anything. Yeah, you. that's right, JT. You said I that. I remember that. Yeah. I, I, I didn't see that. It was bad. Officiating. <laughs> Still a little bitter. I, I don't know what you do. I, I don't know what you do. Bring in replacement refs like the NFL did. I'm with you. I don't know what, what goes on. It's like the – I don't know what yeah. – right, I, don't, I don't know what they should have done with Musquin this weekend, but um, – He's a good guy. I, thought I they were tell you if I was Jason Anderson, <laughs> who I think he passed, I would have been really mad. You know what's crazy? I was watching it with my friend Steve, and we were watching the Me? race. No, you're not my friend. My friend Steve Howell. <laughs> we were watching the race, and I go, dude, he cut the track. They need to dock him uh, at least a, a, like dock him a position or do D- something. Dock him, black yeah, flag him. Yeah, they usually do like a five-second runoff in that situation. No, but. black flag him. Get him off the track. <laughs> Come on. No. How are you going to make people not cut the track? You have to set if an example. If it's blatantly, you have to set an example. I like. Steve I mean, I think a five-second a five-second runoff is pretty fair, and that's what they have done many times. But he's fair. still affecting the race because guys still have to come through and battle him to get by him. Well, I think he was going by. Like he got second in the moto, so I don't think anybody was going by. But um, it obviously made the pass easier for him. I say they dock him. Tits is about docking. No. Tits has no. Oh, I say they dock about him. Docking. Yep. All about it. Soak him and then dock him. So I'm black flagging everybody. <laughs> okay. All right. Fantastic. <laughs> yep. He will set an example. I'm sure your old boss, Mitch Payton, will take that. Nope. Like he'll. he'll That's who I learned from. He's re- hard nose. He'll react really well to that. Well, actually, Mitch would. Mitch would be like, "Hey, if you're going to do it, let's do it." Yeah. He All actually right. is one of the he guys with, with that. Stand that up. It just that's the way it is. Well, he's not a stand up. You know, oh, where's oh, the dude, drum roll, dude? The drum. <laughs> the dun dun dun. Oh right, the drum. He doesn't. Do, um, he doesn't pay no. attention to the show. Uh, Steven, Black flag. Stephen Grenier wants to know: uh, With Butler Brothers switching to KTM, mm-hmm. will they keep their affiliation with JGRMX? No, they're getting factory support. I think they're going to do the motors. How do you get no, factory support? It's, there's nothing's been decided yet. Not, nothing for sure has been decided nothing yet. Is over. I think. What? Nothing <laughs> I is think over. the only thing that they would try to possibly still do is suspension, and I don't know that that's going to happen. Even they're they're trying to find a way to keep some kind of yeah. you know something hey, going. All I got to say Michael is Michael Byrne, whole shot, white power. Oh dear, what? Jesus. All right. Uh, Michael Byrne pulled a whole shot. <laughs> Who was in second? Filthy Phil Nicoletti. JT, did you pick Nicoletti in your stupid fantasy league? I did. Okay, both time. Well done. I did. All right. Um, last two questions. Joel Parisi wants to know, he says, is it just me or is James overriding the track in some areas? This is, what's the next question? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Andy Brandon wants to know what Shorty's illness is. I don't know. He says something to me. I don't really know what it is. Yeah, maybe Moser knows. Maybe. Yeah, he's, I don't know. Maybe Moser was the cause of it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Good job, Moser. All right, let's go to commercial. Stalker, let's, let's wrap STD, stalker transmitted disease. That's hey, so news, wait. Right? So, real quick, get back to your we're to gonna, the KTM at, at uh, Butler Brothers. We're going to have Forrest on later. Okay, so the white power suspension, um, will they have a tech for those guys, or would it be in-house at, at uh, JGR? Because I know, I know that... Um, uh, Rob does their stuff on the factory team, right? Suspension wise, you're talking obviously, yeah. Yeah. Um, nothing's been decided yet. That's that's like every weekend they're they're having talks. So if they get help um, from from WP full full factory help, they'll they'll have a suspension tech for sure. They, JDR has one in their white power. 
Okay, it's just yeah, WP. Just, there's okay. just a lot of logistics that have to be figured out with that. It's white power. Right now. I know. I'm, like, I've been sitting in on meetings, and I know that nothing for sure is done. Oh, so they talked to Rob, they talked to KDR, meetings. they talked to Roger, they talked, you know, everyone about what the best way to go is. I sit in on meetings, me and Roger. Yep. So you're sitting in the you're no. sitting in the writer's lounge, and they're down. <laughs> and they come and in. And they're in the lounge. <laughs> hey, JT, come sit in our meeting. We want to get your input. <laughs> it's not like you – I'm just – it's different. Like, I'm not just a writer over there. Like, me and Forrest are, are, like, best friends, you know? Like, it's different. I know everything. Hey, uh, thanks, to B- not. thanks to BGOSports.com, X-Brown Goggles, FMF Racing, Works Connection, AGV Helmets, Fly Racing – Tech One Designs, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate, and Race Tech for coming on. We're going to go to commercial. JT, can we get? Are you going to be up, or we can we get you back on after our guest? Yeah, just call me whenever you guys are ready. All right, thanks, and let's go to commercial and uh, see you, JT. Thanks everybody for listening. See you in ten minutes. This is Mark Pellegrino. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show, and you're hearing Kenny Watson with the little man's disease and that other idiot. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOsports.com with Steve Mathis and Kenny Watson. Keep in mind, this show will inform you, enlighten you, and will enrage you all at the same time. Please take precautions. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code, Steve, S-T-E-V-E, and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show, and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection, the little company that started it all, is back with a new invention that writers like Andrew Short, Ivan Tedesco, Brett Metcalf, Josh Hansen, and more can't live without. Our brand new pro-launch device makes getting hole shots easy. It's a set-it-and-forget-it deal featuring innovation and design that has made Works Connection the number one company for your bike's needs. Also check out WorksConnection.com for our complete line of elite clutch purchase, which we now allow the customer to customize for his wishes. You can choose the color, the lever ratio, and more in what we're calling the one 2 3 easy build skid plates hour meters throttle tubes radiator braces and more works connection is the company that is killing it in northern california and proud to be a sponsor of the pulp mx show as a matter of fact enter pulp mx upon checkout and save 20 percent off your order Producing helmets since 1948, AGV merged with Dionese in 2007, birthing a renewed commitment to top-of-the-line head protection for off-road and racing enthusiasts. 2012 brings the MTX, AX8, and AX8 EVO. The AX8 EVO is a top-of-the-line helmet worn by Travis Pastrana and Ashley Filer and features the latest in technical design, safety, and comfort. The carbon Kevlar fiberglass hybrid shell keeps the weight low at only 1,100 grams. New padding and revised outer shell incorporate our new shock absorber system, which cooperates with existing back protection. The AX8 is available in nine colorways with an additional seven in the AX8 EVO. Check them out at agv.com. Since 1973, FMF has been about getting more out of riding motorcycles. More power, more wins more fun
For 39 years, we've been rolling up our sleeves, building our factory, engineering and manufacturing the world's finest performance exhausts. Innovation in American craftsmanship makes FMF today's leader in performance. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything, from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. The result of design experience and factory rider feedback. Fly Racing continues to push through the boundaries of innovation and technology, function and fit. Worn by factory motocross pros Andrew Short and Trey Kennard, as well as off-road pros Stuart Baylor and Team JCR Honda, Fly Racing designs products for the serious rider and racer. The difference is in the details. For more information, visit flyracing.com to view its entire range of exciting products. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The little company that could. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of top writers like Kyle Chisholm, Josh Strang, Zach Osborne, and many others, is coming on strong in 2012. Our top-end line of Gox and Limited Goggles have all the features you could want, including four-layer face foam, a lightweight frame, as well as a no-fog, anti-scratch lens. Owned and operated by former national racer and test rider Rich Taylor, it's 25 years of goggle technology, all wrapped up into a high-end goggle with a low-end price. For more information, check out thexbrand.com. And remember, listeners to the Pulp MX Show can save some cash on their order by typing in the words Xcode 2012 before they check out. That's Xcode 2012. I'm Justin Barsha, Geico Honda, number 20. I use free gun underwear. You guys should get some too. Free Gun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. Michael Essie, Ashley Fialek, and ex-game star Jared McNeil all know about Free Gun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Free Gun, get hip and get cool. Free Gun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com. Rockford Fosgate has been in the business of sound for over 30 years. At Rockford, we know you're fanatical about your music. You take it with you on the road and off. That's why Rockford Fosgate designs and builds audio gear that will deliver big, clear sound for your car, truck, motorcycle, or boat. Rockford Fosgate, car audio for fanatics. 
Rockford Fosgate is a proud sponsor of the Dodge, Saquon Casino, Harden Huntington, Bell Ray Racing, Supercross team. Pulp MX Show listeners, is it time to change that fork and shock oil? Well, for this and much more, look to Racetech, the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S Custom Series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. Pro racers like Ben LeMay, Derek Anderson, Mike Corbin, Cody Gilmore, and more depend on Racetech. So should you. The Pulp MX Show presented by BTOSports.com. Van Halen is back. What a what a disc. What a song. What a singer. Ah, uh, does it make you angry, Kenny, to hear Van Halen like that back on the show? I, I don't back Van Halen, but whatever. You don't back Van Halen? Roth. I don't back you, shocker. bro. I don't back you. Who cares? Um. Hey, thanks everybody for listening. We're gonna come up with our next guest, Bobby Canari, right away. We got emails. We got voicemails. We're gonna have Stillwell on the night. That's gonna be interesting. And I, and did you call him? He's going to keep it PG-13. Tits, said, tits called him. Why did you guys even call him and tell him? You should have just cold called his ass. You think? Yeah. It would have been way better. Okay. All right, let's get to our next guest. Uh, he's Meathead Bobby Canari. He raced four nationals in two weekends, and he's an Ironman, and he's awesome, and everyone should hire him. Bobby Canari, what's up? Nothing. What's going on, man? Hey, thanks for coming on again. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Um, please don't file any stalking reports on me. Why is that? Well, on me. Why is that? Well, you know, I've been talking about you. This is your third time on the show in like two months. You know? Um, <laughs> oh, I appreciate you putting the word out for me, man. Looking out for my best interest. I hey, Bob, this is a big question for you. That's Kenny, by the way. What's up, Kenny? He knows who it is. You don't have to tell him. Well, what about Kyle I Bentley? know. I know Did who you it know? is. You know, you, you, know know ben, you know Bentley, right? You know Kyle Bentley? Oh, yeah. There okay. you go. Bob, He's here. I know Bob, Bobby. I got a question for you. Yeah. All right, let's hear it. Okay, you How raced, quick can you get a tattoo? How, I want to know, you raced four nationals in two weeks. What was, the yeah. total, what was your total income from, from doing that? Oh, 
let's see here. Well, I don't even remember what I got the first weekend for a. You were awesome. Made about that. ten grand. Probably probably ten grand total. Not in purse though. Bonuses and everything. Bonuses, yeah, and everything. Yeah. Does does the okay? You went two three at Walton. No, you went three three at Walton yesterday. Right. I don't even remember where. We were in Walton. Yeah, four, four, three. Four, four three. three. Stay four, with three. me here. Yeah, right. that started. Four, three. <laughs> yeah. And then you, you went 10, 12 at Dilla. Which race Correct. did you make more purse money at, I wonder? Canadian, for sure. I don't know. They don't pay that. I would assume, yeah, the Canadian one. Yeah, yeah AMA sure. doesn't pay purse money. Yeah, no, for sure. Because I made under, I'm pretty positive okay. I made under 1000 bucks at Unitola. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, uh, okay, so which. Again, for people who don't know, Bobby races in Canada, he races in the U.S., and he's gnarly, and he came to Southwick, a super rough sand track, and drove all night. Which is a further drive, Walton or... Oh, it, it was actually Walton for me, believe it okay. or not. I thought it was going to be uh, about the opposite, but it was another hour to, to Walton from Unadilla than it was to uh, Southwick to San Lee. Uh, you know, and, and honestly, I thought it was going to be harder doing it the first week around, you know, uh, being that there were two sand races back-to-back, yeah. back, and obviously everyone, you know, was complaining Southwick was one of the rougher Southwicks that we've seen in a few years. Uh, but what? actually, man, I thought it was harder this week. I don't know if it was because I had already, you know, kind of wore myself out the previous week. Uh, and not too bad, but, you know, uh, I for some reason thought it was a little harder. I, I think some was to do with that drive and a little bit right. less sleep going into uh, day two this week. But uh, ultimately, it was quite a bit easier than I, I you know, figured it would be. And, uh, you know, I, I really am looking forward to maybe trying to do something like that again if uh, the opportunity arises. Kyle, hey, Bob, Kyle, Bob, let me ask you a question. Kyle, How did you get to – did you, did you go, did someone <laughs> take a motorhome or a van, or do you have a bed to sleep in when they were driving, or what's the deal? Yeah, I ended up uh, just driving my wife's car. Uh, you just know, a car, bro? Cloud, compared to my – you know, big old pickup truck was, you know, saving me some gas money and stuff like that. And uh, uh, we just drove a car. Um, the first weekend, I ended up staying in a, a hotel right by the track that the team had, uh, you know, booked a room and all that stuff. Uh, the second weekend in Walton, really, there's no hotels anywhere near the track, like I mean, within an hour, somewhat similar to Unadilla. Right. And, uh, you know, uh, it was late enough, and I didn't feel like trying to find it. And I generally, you know, I, I knew my way to the track. And, uh, a lot of people stay at the track that particular weekend, so I just drove my butt to the track. Uh, the previous week, I had put on, you know, blankets and pillows and all that stuff on the semi, and then the riders' lounge, we have a pull-out, you know, bed as we would, uh, you know, in a couch or something. And uh, man, I just crashed in that thing, and uh, luckily it wasn't too hot or cold or anything. Didn't have to run the generator and uh, I run sleep the AC. So in the truck. it was nice and quiet till about six in the morning when they started the. Uh, the equipment right by the semi to start grooming the start and, you know, some of the parts of the tracks. They did have a, uh, that's like their Loretta Lynn's, you know, in Canada at that, at that particular race. So, you know, they still had some track work to do before we got out there and, uh, and they fired us up out of bed, you know, pretty early. Right. So I was hoping to get another hour of sleep. That didn't happen. Kyle, what riders do you know that are, are doing, are driving six or seven hours after an AMA national to go race in Canada? Even, or like if they were, they weren't contracted to race in the U.S., but they work like either one. Nobody. 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 Thank you. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. I just want to race, man. That's, Keep my name out there. Keep racing. You know, yeah. my my theory is, you know, and I, I feel like I've kind of proved it to myself, at least, at least to myself this year. You know, there's no better practice than racing. You know, and uh, I think it showed every week. I, I consistently got better this year. 
you know, in the U.S. and in Canada, and myself and Matt Gorky, you know, who ended up winning the championship yeah. in Canada, kind of came swinging a little bit earlier in the series as it took some of the guys like Dusty and them uh, a few races to warm up and get going, it seemed. You know, where me and Matt had raced all winter. Yeah. Uh, you know, both had fairly successful Supercross seasons and, uh, you know, kind of were already in race mode, race pace, and, and kind of were used to a little bit more intense racing. And, and I feel like it, it helped, you know, me as a spent those first couple of U.S. nationals too to kind of, yeah. you know, get your, your diet right and your, your timing with the food and stuff in between motos and kind of figure out what's working for you again. Cause every year, you know, you know, but you kind of forget at the same time. And uh, it was good to kind of get, uh, get freshened up on that before I had to uh, race in Canada this year. Kyle, Kyle and Kenny, obviously Bobby's not only for doing what he did this weekend, but I mean, I went up and did the, I, I went and drove and through the, all through the night. <laughs> and I watched both races. You know, I watched Bobby ride all four motos. It was very physically taxing. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, what media guy's going to do that? Like, I feel like maybe me and Bobby are sort of the Ironmen of our dis- Yeah, of our I, I would agree, yeah. Thank you. Can you? I would agree. Bob, I know Bob I was texting you at 1230 at night, helping me with directions yeah, and we were Peace t- Bridge and, you know, how to go over the border and stuff. What time yeah. did you guys get there? I, I got to bed at Walton at, uh, we got to 2 in the morning. Bobby got there a little earlier because he left. Yeah, I got there about midnight yeah. because I left before those lights guys even got on their parade lap yeah. after my moto. He was still, still sweating in the car. Sweating and everything, hopped in the car myself. So I got a little head, just, head start on just that. just saying, we're both kind of, you know, we're, we're the Iron Man, let's say. How was the border, Bobby? Yeah. Did you get across okay? I, I had a little bit of a, uh, not a headache, but we had a huge line, you know. And Steve, I believe, sat in it for an hour. I, I sat for a half hour. Typically, yeah. you know, uh, you, you pull up and go right across. For some reason, there was a huge line. But, uh, right. yeah, I got a work permit and stuff. So there's no really, no questions or anything. They don't hassle me. I just get right through. So I get, I get hassled every time I go. on me. Do you? But, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Canada. Don't you have something in your past though? Yeah. Why you get hassled? Yeah, yeah. They don't. They don't fool around. But they don't. Yeah. They don't take it off. It's been yeah. expunged here, and they don't take it off. They, for don't, like, they don't even care. Yeah. Yeah. Fifteen um, years. Yeah. Um, hey, um, Bobby, what's what's going on for next year? You ended up season in Canada, uh, second overall to Matt Gerke, and uh, yep. in the U.S. You're top twenty in the points. You've raced half the races. You had a great Supercross season for the Star Valley Yamaha team. Um, surely to God. You've got something solid lined up for next lined up for next year. I don't, man. Uh, I don't. I know we were talking about that the other day. Uh, Ridiculous. You no, know, uh, I guess everyone's just kind of waiting to see what guys like Tickle and them are doing. Is what I'm hearing. But right. yeah, I, I got nothing much going on. Obviously, my intentions are to uh, race that Supercross and then really do the same thing I did this year, if possible. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, shoot, man, I got nothing going right now, and uh, just looking around. You know, uh, anyone that. Needs a 450 guy, you know. Obviously, give me a call. I'm looking for something to go on for next year. Any? I'll let, uh, if I hear about anything, I'll let you know, Bob. Hey, that'd be awesome. You motherfucker, Watson. <laughs> uh, you know, you get a guy like Bobby, and yeah, he's not the huge name. He's not covered in tats. Real good, super cross. He, he doesn't sell you merchandise, maybe. But for a second guy, he's not going to complain. He's going to ride hard. I've, I've I've given this speech a hundred times, a hundred times. Um, hey, Bobby, we're gonna have Stillwell on later. Do you know that guy? I do. Believe it or not, he's a local uh, guy around here. He's been around forever. I think he knows everyone in the New York area for some reason. Uh, but yeah, man, he actually took me on my first hunting trip and stuff like that. So uh, that that was a pretty cool deal. Uh, 
helped me shoot my first deer. Teach Bobby wow. how to gut it and all that good stuff. So still that was well, pretty funny. I'm still well breaking Bobby. stories like that. Who's his story about? He wants to talk about rollerball, right? Yeah, he has a story about rollerball. Uh, got a question for you here, Bobby, from Doug. Doug, what's up, man? Hey, uh, this is Doug. I work at uh, Helmet Skins, and I was calling Bobby. I knew he used to run our Helmet Skins back in the day, and we're trying to bring them back, and I was just wondering if he wanted to wear the Helmet Skins again. Dude, I, I remember that. I think I used to have, a, like, a, a raptor or something crazy, some kind of dinosaur or something like that, or a skull even. I, I believe me and my brother both had a couple of those things. So, yeah. yeah, I remember yeah, you were mud on them. Right? Yeah, like, would just get mud on it, with and you would throw it off? You would get mud on your helmet, and you would throw them off? Like no, I think they're a graphic it, cover. I think it kept it from even sticking on there, if I remember correctly. You don't remember a helmet skin? It was plastic. It fit the shape of your helmet, no? No, it was nylon, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. It's nylon. Like it's nylon it covered yeah, with graphics. Helmet. It looks like you know what it looks like. It looks like a stocking. Yeah, like exactly. With a, with a graphic. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well done. Yeah, those things are yeah. cool, man. Yeah. Save save money on a paint job, right? Hell so yeah. He wants you to sponsor start you. Them again. Yeah, I think Rockstar might beg to differ. I know they like those uh, Rockstar helmets that they got. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. This just in. This just in. Hanny on Team Helmet Skins next year. There you go. Yeah, uh, there you go. Thanks, Doug. <laughs> All right, later. Later. Uh, Bye, buddy. Yeah. Um, uh, so, if nothing works out for you, though, you think you go back to Canada? Like you definitely, you've been racing there. What three years? Four years now? Yeah, I think I'm. Pro- yeah, I believe this was my fourth season up there. Yeah, I mean it's a lot of fun. Right. You know, it's a little more laid back than home, and uh, it is good money. And and yeah, man, everyone's cool up there. It's, it's a great series. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, obviously, a good way to make money and keep racing and. Uh, yeah, man, I would go up there. Here's a perfect example of Canadian racing. Uh, yesterday, uh, I'm sitting underneath the KTM tent talking to Dusty Clatt uh, as the 250 motos are out there, and we're just talking to shit. And uh, Canari, who is, you know, they're they're battling second and third every weekend. They're, they're bitter rivals out there. Like, they're the number two and three guys, and Matt's been winning. Bobby walks over, grabs a chair underneath the tent, sits down, and, we're, and they're – they're talking about lines with each other. Like, hey, what about that one section? Yeah, that sucks. I go outside <laughs> in that section, and Dusty's like, yeah, yeah, outside's better. Like, these are two guys that are like, it's not like a, uh, it's not like a Reed and JT, who, God bless our JT, he's not on chat's level. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is two guys who are almost identical in speed and very good riders. And that, folks, is the difference between Canadian motocross and American motocross. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's a bit more laid back. You know, obviously, we're, we're seeing each other's lines for starters anyway, the first lap that we get around each other. Yeah. You know, there's no hiding anything anyhow. But, uh, well, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's a little more laid back, you know, in between modes. You go battle for 35 minutes, come back off. Hey, that was fun. You know, you <laughs> ran it in on me over there. That was right. cool, whatever, you know. <laughs> so, I did Porcel do a little, little mellower up there. Did Porcel do a lot of that? No. Do a lot a of more more talking. home. Did Porcel go to a lot of other teams and hang out? No. Talk, talk, talk to <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no. uh, hey, we got a qu- another question for you from Charlie. Charlie, what's up? Thanks for listening to the show. Hey, what's going on, Steve? What's up, Kenny? Hi. Hey, uh, I got a suggestion for a uh, 450 ride for him next year. Okay. Uh, Let's hear it. I for Kenny him. or for Bobby? For Bobby. Okay. Um, you got, man. Why don't you give uh, Brian Berry and Kenny G a call? They got a... Two rider 450 team going on for next year, Velocity Crew Racing. Um, I don't know if that rider's locked up yet. I know they're looking. Um, I haven't talked to Kenny since he's been doing all the stuff with Dowd, but give him yeah, a ring. Yeah, I, uh, I had heard a rumor about that, and um, someone brought Brian Berry over and introduced him to me, and they kind of told me about what they're going on, what they got going on, and uh, 
yeah, sounds like there might be a new team uh, coming up for Supercross this next year. And uh, nothing's really final yet uh, with what they got going on. But, uh, yeah, you know, uh, I've heard that rumor as well. Well, I know that they're definitely doing the team next year. I know they're looking to have riders locked up uh, by next by the next week or two. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I'm sure uh, Watson can put you in touch with Kenny G, no problem. Hey, who's their title sponsor? How are they getting their money? I can't say. It's a privately backed, anonymous uh, person. So. Hey, uh, Charlie, wouldn't you... If you were a team guy, wouldn't you put Bobby on a secondary guy? You know, somebody who you're not going to maybe hit the home run with, but he's going to get solid doubles and triples and, and never get hurt or and never complain and not be, you know, show up for testing and, and not be out with hey, hookers. you keep and- saying that. I mean, no disrespect to Bobby because Bobby has yeah. done a great job. He's had his share of injuries. They all have. So you can't say he's never going to get hurt. Bob, yeah, I mean, we all get hurt. I mean, Not but, Bobby. Yeah. He's gnarly. Bob gnarly <laughs> has been hurt. Yeah, I know. You're right. You're, they all do get hurt. We saw it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's inevitable. We're going we're gonna to bite the dust here and there. Timmy Ferry got hurt a few times. Um, but anyways, I would yeah. put him on the team as a secondary rider. Charlie, would, you put, a, would you put him on H&H like, as a secondary it. guy? Would you? Would well, you, you know, I, their budget's not really big enough for, like, uh, Villapoto or, or, you know, Reed Dungey type of guy. So I'm not trying to say that you're a secondary rider, but, I am. you know, they're looking, they're looking for top you know they can get the, they can get their top guy, but then they need a solid second guy. I think he could be their top guy. Whoa! Okay. Like I said, their their program is going to be starting out first year, kind of like small, and then a full semi and everything. I believe now. Um, yeah. Hey, I got news for you, Charlie. A semi doesn't make a team. No, I, mean, I know that. Dude, you could go to the pits and you could see uh, privateers with semi. We were just talking about this this weekend about somebody there, and you might know this, Kyle. If you go into some semis and pull open the parts drawers, they're empty. And they're bare. They're empty in a lot of those trucks, and yeah. I've seen them. Uh, not saying that Brian Barry and those guys aren't going to do a great job. I'm sure they are. But like Kenny said, having the truck is only a small part of the deal. Good luck to those guys. And thanks, Charlie, for, for calling. I appreciate it, man. Yep, thanks a lot, man. Sounds no like, problem, man. Sounds like me and Charlie are on the Bobby Canari fan club, and Kenny and Kyle are not. So that's awesome. I love Bobby. Well, <laughs> Kenny, Kenny, you're my guy, dude. Thank you. Steve doesn't think that. Steve thinks I don't like. Just because you don't, just because you don't do business and give people rides, doesn't mean you don't like them. I would be the worst team owner slash manager. You would have everybody in the pits <laughs> under your team. He's a good guy. <laughs> I'm gonna give him a bug. He's a good guy. Uh, Mathis, <laughs> Mathis, Warthog Racing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah, no, uh, yeah. I, I, I think, I think what you did this the, the last two weekends are great, Meathead. And I think that I it, it, it really shows your character, and you got some serious speed, and and it takes a lot to do those two races. And uh, I just want to get you on once again to uh, to talk about that. So w- you're going to do Steel City and uh, Elsinore for Star Valley. Yep, yep, yep. that's the uh, that's the plan right now. Uh, just kind of continue uh, with the Star Valley team, and uh, you know, get these last couple nationals in. And uh, you know, like I said, my my deal is I've you know pretty consistently been in the top ten every week. You know. Uh, uh, you know, I, this week, I mean, I started way in the back and worked my way up there. So, I mean, they, you know, I just want to get a better start and, and try to be a little more solid. You know, my, my ultimate goal is to try and put it up in that top five by the end of the series. And I got four more motos left to do it. And, uh, you know, see what we can do. So, I'll just put my head down. I learned some stuff this last week. Uh, you know, and that was kind of like what I was saying. You know, you just get better with the more races you do. So, 
to try and keep improving. And uh, I saw some weaknesses I can work on here on this break that we got this week right. and uh, try and move forward and come swing on those last couple of races, man. Hey, Bob, explain what happened uh, with uh, with you and Nico at the uh, at the starting line. Yeah, man, that was kind of a bummer. Uh, uh, this is my 10th professional season, and that was the first time I've ever missed uh, – Missed the staging, you know, gate and uh, AMA Professional Racing. You know, I don't know if everyone knows this. They uh, they close our staging, you know, about twenty minutes or whatever it is before the moto. And if you miss, uh, you know, the timing, they they lock you out and you have to go in, you know, last. They don't, you know, not let you race, but you have to line up last. And uh, Nico, especially, it really sucked for him. He uh, qualified, I believe, fourth or second or something in the morning. Really good. Either way, was going to have a good gate pick at Unadilla. It's uh, a fairly unfair start. You really need to be down that inside, and he was lined up to be in there, and I would have been over near the box somewhere, which is still somewhat good. You would have been able to sweep it, but uh, yeah. they locked us out, um, missed it by like 10 seconds or something, you know what I mean? And the, I mean, rules are rules. They locked us out, and uh, along rules with like maybe four or five other guys and lined us up all the way outside last gate pick. So uh, me and Nico both started, you know, 38th and 39th, literally around the first turn, and uh I believe he got himself up to sixth or something like that, and I got myself up to tenth. So we really kind of put our heads down, got ourselves released up and going, um, you know, pretty quick those first couple laps and picked some people off uh, while we were grouped together. And uh, but yeah, that sucked, man. Uh, I know he wasn't too happy about it. I mean, I <laughs> we heard uh, a little. I was kind of bummed, but I mean, what are you going to do? You know, rules are rules. I've seen him lock Alessi and Wyndham and all these guys out before. It, you know, it wasn't like it was like. Yeah, you know it, it wasn't uh, anyone's fault. You know, he just didn't hear the the second call. You know, air horn. And did you guys go to the riders it. meeting and know that they were going a half hour earlier? Yeah, we did. You know, uh, I just we were late. You know, we knew we knew they were running early and and all that good stuff, and uh, we just plain missed it. Like I said, tool time. Uh, the the gate guy, you know, was shutting the gate as I was coming through. So I mean, I missed it by five seconds. So that was a bummer. But did you ask to you see know, the official? What are you gonna do? You know, I didn't argue with him. I go, you kidding me? He goes, no. Look at the clock, and it was right there. Plain as day, I missed it. So what kind of you know, clock I was no it? No arguing with him. So just got my spot in line in the back. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what Bobby does. He misses the gate. He takes it like a man. Rules are rules. He says. Rules are rules, man. I, like I said, I've seen him lock the best of them out. You know, uh, Alessi, you know, winning or yeah. qualifying first or whatever, lock them out. Same with Wyndham and those guys. I've seen him do it. So Not going to complain. He's solid. He's not going to yeah. complain, Kenny. Not going to be one of those guys. All right. All right. I've, I've, I've done enough. Um, Thank you, Bobby, for coming on the show. Appreciate no, it. I appreciate you guys having me, as usual. Yeah, and uh, and good luck with everything. And I'm sure I'll, I'll... – Kenny, are you going to Elsinore? Nope. No? no? Come on, man. No. Are you going to go? I live 15 minutes away, and I'm not going. <laughs> really? <laughs> the no. TV package is awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, the TV. Yeah, you can watch it live um, with a beer in your Well, couch. I'll see you at Steel City and Elsinore, and good luck with everything. And uh, you're going to do the Monster Energy Cup, or you're not sure you're up in the air with that? Uh, I'm in for it. Uh, I just, yeah. I guess we got to wait to find out uh, what the uh, deal is with the Star Valley team, if we're going to stuff 450s at that point. Right. And, um, you didn't see the press release for Bob yeah, I, I'd love to do it. Uh, we just got to figure out what the, the the details are. Did they put one out for it, Bobby? Yeah, yeah. Did they put a press release out saying you're doing that race? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, <laughs> I did an ad for it and all that stuff. So uh, obviously, I'm supposed to go. I just need uh, need a bike. I don't understand that why they do that. And no offense, I don't understand why they like they sold out last year. Basically, I mean, it was almost full. Yeah, 
And so why yeah. are they so desperate to put press releases out for all these guys showing up? Like, I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know. Nothing against it's just a good, yeah, P- it's just a p- good PR guy. Well, that's Kenny, all. I mean, a lot of times press releases come out Denny's, announcing major hey, major. Danny Hartwig is doing an awesome job. He is. He is. All right. Um, thanks, uh, Bobby, again. And, uh, yep, congratulations on everything. And uh, I'm working the phones for you. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, push, I'm pushing it. Thanks, Bobby. Uh, talk to you guys. Yeah. Bye. Uh, Bobby Kennard, everybody. Star, Star Racing Yamaha. Um, Does yep. he wear X brand? Nope. No. Why not? He doesn't. Uh, how how are you going to be his agent and not pull for him in the X brand? I'm one. Of, I'm not one of those guys that we see in the industry that are so biased towards their guy or their product. I'm. I don't care. You just, do. You, do you not agree with me though that these teams overlook guys like Chisholm and Canari? You need a solid second guy. I mean, they're not your guy that you go to your main sponsor and say, "Hey, we're going racing with Canari and Chisholm." Like you don't do that. No, but there's but a pecking order, and you need a guy like him on your team. There's a pecking order on who guy, right. what guys get signed, and all those pieces have to fall. You know, talking to Doug Shapinsky earlier this year, the old star manager racing Bridgestone. Yeah, but he was Star Valley team manager. He's like, yeah, we have testing at nine o'clock. Stroop rolls in whenever. Izzy's late. Um, you know, they leave early. Bobby, quarter to nine, he's there. As long as you want him. Helping out the team, leaves when, you know, practice bike is maintained. Like, that's a guy that all that kind of stuff gets overlooked. And on top of that, you don't need to pay him a, a King's Ransom. He's been around for a long time. He knows. I agree. I'm with you. Well, tell him. We're working on it. <laughs> I don't think you are. We are. Watson, how, are we working Watson, on it? Watson, how much do you listen to, or Hart, how much do you listen to Berluti and Kyle? Because they've been around a long time. I mean, do they have any say in your program? Yeah. Be rabbit, maybe not. Well, maybe not be rabbit. Not rabbit. Um, in the past, I can't speak about the future, but in the past, it was always a collective um, agreement that we all talked about what we want to do, and and, and yeah. you know, just to get everyone. It wasn't like, hey, this is your guy. We talk about, hey, who would you right. like to work with? Yeah, it wasn't. It's not like that's it. how it was at Mitch's. Yeah, yeah, but now it's a little bit different. I mean, things are a little, lot more corporate. Please just tell me that please, I know RC's coming in. Please tell me that like JH isn't going to have a say in stuff. Like, just please tell me. Just let's keep it to RC. That guy knows stuff. All right. Um, silence. I know he speaks volumes for it. Really, Mitch. So Mitch was like that. You guys got yeah, together. Powwow mechanics. Yeah. He asked our opinion with riders, and we don't make final you know, decisions. But yeah, you, he would you, ask. Can, you can learn a lot about a guy. How he treats the mechanics and like the team personnel. Yeah, do you both agree with that? Like, of course, around uh, the Mitch and Bones, they're going to be maybe one way, but you guys see them more often, day in and day out. Yeah, you agree with that? Yeah. Thanks for expanding on that point. No problem. Yeah, that's good. Um, Moving on. (laughs) Hey, our next guest is on the line. Uh, Guy got second overall this weekend, led the first moto, almost pulled it off, almost pulled off the win, and uh, having a great outdoor season. Monster Pro Circuits. Brock Tickle. Brock, what's up, man? What's up, Steve? Thanks for coming on the show. Watson's here. Kyle Bentley is here. Um, have you ever done our show before? I couldn't remember. I don't think so. I don't think I was ever cool enough to do it before. Well, oh. you, you almost won the, the Motos weekend, so that, that that elevated you. That's the way Steve works, dude. You got to be, you know, he picks the guests, so, you know, you got to be in his. I figured. You got to be in his bro circle. You got to be. Yeah, exactly. You got to go ride uh, four nationals in in two weekends. <laughs> oh, you're and, on then for sure. 
Yeah, and uh, you got to be a, a triple hitter. You got to have a nickname of Meathead. <laughs> uh, oh, Bobby Canary. Yeah, exactly. We, we just had him on. Um, well, he is in a way. Tickle is in a way in a circle because Swiss Course is number one fan. I know you don't like Swiss. Oh course. yeah, that's. I forgot to tell you uh, there, Steve. The reason why I did good this weekend is because he was there and we had a pep talk, and he, he, him, and I really had a heart to heart, and that's why I did so good. Wow. Okay. Um, well, I mean, you, you got third at Butts Creek without him, so you know. Yeah. Well, he actually called me that day too. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> All right. Third at Southwick. Uh, we're actually, we're actually like, we actually talk a lot. You just don't know. Um. So does, does Swiss Corps have a man crush on you? I don't know. It's cool if he does, though. I think that's an understatement. Yeah, that's that's his guy. He loves some Brock Tickle. And this weekend, he's, what about all you haters? What about all you haters on Twitter? <laughs> yeah, gee whiz. Like, <laughs> shut up. Like, no one no one likes a guy uh, who just goes on and on about one rider. Nobody yeah. likes that. Yeah, tell me about it. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but the one time, me and Timmy, I mean, <laughs> um, hey, Brock, anyways, uh, Unadilla, man, great ride. Um for you and uh like i said late in the moto dunge got you but um you were feeling it you were riding really well i talk about it a little bit yeah i mean i don't even know like practice went okay like it was nothing special and like i don't know it was weird i was like late to practice i was like i almost late for first call for the gate pick and like i don't know i was like slow all morning and like i don't know it just went i got a decent start guys fell and then i just rode so i don't know (laughs) You, you didn't just I had ride. Your, the track was awesome. You didn't just ride. You were trail riding. Yeah, trail riding like Bone says. Well, you, you know what is funny is a lot of guys tell me over the years that, like Burner was saying too, he felt he was leading the race and he felt like he just it, it was no issues to go that speed and ride that pace. And it's like when you're really feeling it and when you're not pushing it and struggling, things just come easy and you feel like you're going slow. But in the words of Gary Bailey. You're slowing down to go fast. Yeah, I mean, I think that track especially, because I, I don't know, I'm sure you saw it and everybody that was there. It was, I mean, TV probably didn't do it justice because I haven't even watched it yet, but right. it was pretty pretty rutted and pretty wet in the morning, but I think it was a good racetrack, I thought. JT, Obviously, because I did yeah. good, number yeah, one, right. and because I like ruts, so. Uh, well, JT mentioned something about burning it, that place down. He was not happy <laughs> with the conditions of the track, but then again, he went 22-26. So. Tell them we're not at Dade City. Ooh. Speaking of Dade City, Tim Ferry raced there this weekend and dominated. <laughs> dominated. Just saying. I'm just saying. He built Pachon, Pecon. I don't know who he beat, but he dominated. I got a photo of him leading and everything. Yeah, Elon. I used to race Pecon when I was amateur. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Pecon at Dade City, he was unstoppable. I used to watch some of those races on uh, on the live feed, and the kid actually looked like he was hauling ass. Um, yeah. Anyways, There's hey. There's always some good stuff going on down there. I'm, I'm sure you've watched the videos. Yeah. Here's yeah. them actually showed me some videos from down there. There's some good stuff going on there. Well, yeah, and JT, JT pushing Pacone off his bike after the race. That was good. And then uh, Keelon trying to take Adams out but missing him and hitting the tractor. That was a good one. Yep. Um, anyways, hey, so what about your outdoor season? Six motos in a row in the top six. Uh, you found that consistency that you need. And it seems like your starts have been okay. They've been really good sometimes. But it almost doesn't seem like you're even when you start 10th, or so, you're moving up to salvaged a fifth or sixth, which, you know, consistency is really hard to do week in and week out. And, um, yeah, you seem to be getting better as the season goes on, huh? Yeah, for sure. Like, I think 
don't know. Like this week in the first moto, I don't even. I think I was probably twelfth or thirteenth around the finish line the first lap. But I think just because everybody was making mistakes and the track was how it was, um, obviously, I think that kind of track suits people that don't go over their head. Obviously, if you go over your head on a track like that, you're going to crash. So right. I don't know. I mean, I've been having fun. I think that's the number one thing that I've been doing and focusing on is having fun every weekend. And normally that, that gives me my best results. 702-586-7857. Call in if you have a question for Brock Tickle. And if your name's Kevin Husted, do not call in. Anybody else, <laughs> feel free to call in and uh, ask Brock a question. Um, hey, what's uh, what, how's the thing go? How's Mitch been with you lately? And, and I felt, and I told Mitch this in Supercross, I felt like he was... In post-race interviews, he was really pretty hard on you. Like he's like, I feel like Brock should be better. I feel like he can ride top five or six. And I'm like, wow, first first year in the class, and Mitch is, you know, really uh, got high expectations for you. I felt. And um, yeah, I would agree with. I mean, I would agree with it now that I'm doing better. But like at the time, it was a bit frustrating. Yeah. to hear that. But but look at look I mean, at in the end of the day, he must have saw. You know, you're doing it now. So somehow he saw it in you. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I mean. Now that I see it and I'm back where I think I belong, I think that's, I don't know, you kind of realize there's a reason why people are hard on you every once in a while. Right. And I think it, I don't know. Yeah, I mean. I definitely, before Outdoors, we had a good talk, and it was not good on my side. I mean, he <laughs> told me exactly how it was, and if I wasn't doing that, then there was going to be a problem. <laughs> and I've overcome what he expected from me, and right. now it's good. Like, this weekend, he was pumped. I mean. That feeling from I don't know, just getting that feeling from him is cool because normally yeah. it's not many. It doesn't happen too much. So, well, Kyle, you were there for so it was it was awesome. How long, Kyle? Five years. Five years at Pro Circuit. Yes. Saw some things. I'm sure over those five years. Yeah. Where Mitch was pretty harsh. Yeah, but he wants to win. Yeah. That's the only thing. <laughs> Satisfies him is winning. So he's going to be hard on. You. He's going to say some things. And I mean, I think he made Nathan Ramsey cry one time, like in the late '90s. Possibly. Like, Really cry. Yeah. <laughs> he almost made me cry before outdoors. Yeah. yeah. Right, he he right. probably made me cry, too, as a mechanic. <laughs> um, yeah, he's just, he's just driven that way. And I guess, he, obviously, Brock, uh, you know, he saw it in you. And he knew the equipment was good and the team is good. And, and that was kind of his thinking, I guess, right? Like, just, he knows that you have it have it in you, and he knows that his team has it in him. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, those guys do a lot of work. And it's obviously not just me, but, I mean, I mean, it's been a long year. Obviously, I've learned a lot, and they have been my mechanic. Between my mechanic and everybody else, it's been it's been really good. Even though I've had, I mean, I had a rough start at it. Right. Uh, your mechanic, Dave so, Feeney, been around a long time. Um, yeah, I've been with him for three years now, and mm-hmm. I don't know. It's been good. Where did Feeney so, start? I remember Phil Lawrence in like '95, but where was Feeney before that? This is his second stint at he Pro was Circuit. At PC. Yeah, PC. This is the but second not, time. Not before no. Phil in '95. That was after. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know when Feeney first came on the scene. Right around when I did, I think first time, like fresh off the boat. I like that you brought him with you though, from Star to PC, and and Mitch hired him again. I like that. I like when riders, you know, and I think we're going to see that with with Paul Parabinos and Dean. I like that uh, riders who want to stay with their mechanics. I appreciate that. In yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like for you, you can you understand it too. Like, I mean it. I don't know. Once you learn a rider, it's easy to work with them. Yeah, exactly. And, and I, you know, it doesn't always work, but it's it's good to see the loyalty. Um, how's your bike? What do you think? Um, how's everything going with that? And uh, what have you tested? What have you improved on since the season started? I guess talk about. Oh the, man, yeah. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> the, I mean, 
we started right after I left right after Apollo. Mm-hmm. Went on vacation, came back. I haven't stopped really testing. I really haven't had an off week of testing with Bones, nor, I mean, mostly Bones it's been, but, yep. or Aaron. So, I mean, it's been, it's been a lot of work, but my bike is really good. I'm really happy with it. Um, and I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad I made the decision, obviously, to go with PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, because I've learned a lot about what I like and, like, what I what I can feel and actually test because when I was at Star it was it was hard for me to know what I liked because I just we didn't do it much so <laughs> yeah. um it's really cool that I got to like mess around with things enough to where now I know what I like and know exactly how and what things should feel like uh, probably so. safe to say no one tests as much as Pro Circuit or Honda and maybe those two are the two. Agreed. I mean, if somebody tests, if somebody tests more than I do, call me. <laughs> yeah, you guys are. And it's crazy that, but just like I mean, I have two more races, and right. this week, Tuesday and Thursday, I'm testing. Yeah, you you have two more races left, and and you you're doing well, and they're still like, hey, let's take a look. Yeah, let me guess, Comp Edge yeah. and Glenn Hellman. <laughs> yeah, Comp Edge, Glenn Hellman. Right. So. Right. Hey, Kyle, how much different do you think is? Is Brock's bike compared to what you guys have, like both pro circuit teams? And obviously, Brock's got those forks, and Kenny just looked at you weird. But uh, wh- <laughs> what do you what do you think? They're similar. Okay, sure. Besides the forks. Okay, I'm just curious. I, think, I mean, I definitely like the air forks better. I mean, they're definitely better for sure. Yeah, that's one of the major differences between our bike. And I'm their wondering bike. with the air forks, so why don't we see? Yeah, more, like why don't we see I more think, loop outs? Like the bike in general, obviously. I think obviously it's like a stock cowie is pretty good. Right. But the air forks really helped me. It seems like ever since I've started running those in Supercross, I started riding better. And to be honest with you, I started testing outdoors right after New Orleans, and I haven't like I didn't ride any Supercross from New Orleans on mm-hmm. like. Yeah, I haven't. I didn't test. I didn't ride Supercross during the week. I didn't test for Supercross during the week. Nothing. What, so what? I've been getting ready for outdoors since New Orleans, basically. And that's why they're doing so much testing is because the air forks. There's so much to to know about them that they're four pounds lighter than a and no springs. Than, than, yeah, four pounds is it? Well, it's two to four. Two pounds, I would say. It's two pounds difference than the SSF. Basically, right. what? Yeah. Yeah, but but th- those have a spring in one fork. Yeah, so two pounds so per spring. Two pounds, two pounds per spring. Yeah. And uh, so, w- did you loop out a lot when you first started riding? I was just curious. No, it didn't even feel any different. Uh, like honestly, that was a question from Tits. The big thing, the big thing it does, I think that well, I mean, everybody will know here soon because everybody's coming out with them. Right. Is I feel like they have more front end traction. It's more not like front a bad front end traction thing. It's like, definitely a good thing. Like they're sitting lower in the like stroke? where it's real grabby. Like they're lower in the stroke or something? Or that kind of goes... I don't know. Bone just knows what he's doing. That's all. I mean, I can <laughs> give him all the props. And he definitely right. knows what, what he's doing. That's for sure. Um, uh, we got a question for you from the uh, from a caller named uh, Steve, is it? All right, Steve, what's up? Thanks for listening to the show. And uh, what's your question for Brock Tickle? Yeah, I wanted to ask about the air fork. Like, uh, what's like the difference between the old like SFF fork or whatever it was? Like, could uh, you explain to like in like layman terms how it's better, or what it does differently compared to like traditional uh, oil fork? We just we were talking about that as you were calling, but um, front end traction and uh, uh, Brock feels like hey Brock, that's a big big thing. Yeah, and another thing is it feels um, obviously if you think about a spring, 
and you push down on it and let it go, what's it going to do? It's going to come back. Like, it's it's going to come back. It's obviously going to come back at you pretty fast. So, And I think the air actually maybe slows down the rebound a little bit, kind of, in a way. That's kind of why I think it gets more front-end traction, which it does make sense. And I don't know. It just The stroke feels a lot smoother. Like the real, like when it bottoms, not bottoms out, but once it gets really low and it comes back, it's smoother than, than what the spring fork, the SSF style spring fork was. So is it like, is it like a less harsh in your wrist, I'm guessing, like when you're going to like severe, like breaking bumps and chop? Well, um, coming, I just, I just feel like coming into the corners, it's a lot better. Exiting the corners and all like riding down straightaways, it feels identical, but most of it is coming into corners and just obviously the tracks we ride out here aren't very, aren't very tacky and ripped up that deep. So we get a real good feel for, for no traction. So yeah. that, that's the biggest thing I noticed, especially at like Glen Helen where they don't really prep the track that good during the week. And I don't know. I think that's, that's pretty much why it's going to be the next big thing on every bike. I can't believe once that everybody the, gets yeah. it tested. I can't believe the production bikes, like, that's fast to go. You know, Mitch has had, Mitch debuted the fork this year, and I know the, the factory GP Honda guys had it, but to put it into production just that quick, that's fast. And I'm surprised because a lot of dudes, a lot of local dudes just never look at their forks, never work on their bikes, and I just feel like they almost over, they have too much tech, tech involved in the production bike end of it, but that's cool. Well, I get sure. I mean, I guess the forks that come on, like, the Cali and the Honda, don't those two come with it? What do you mean? Don't they? It's 2013. Yeah, Don't they they come with, like, KYB Air Forks? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think from what Bones, because Bones was testing last week with Olaf on the Cali 13, 450, and Bones was saying it's a lot, it's pretty easy to adjust. Like, it's not not that hard at all. Like, it's, they made it real customer friendly. All right. Hey, uh, Steve, thanks for calling, bud. Appreciate yeah, it. thanks. Thanks for answering. Bye-bye. Thank you, Brock. What's going on for next year? Obviously, it's uh, silly season time, and that's a big talk. Um, and uh, so, what what do you got going on next year? What can you tell us? Dude, I'm just trying to get uh, I'm trying to get my own semi and like get all these sponsors together and like just try to try to make like a legit team. Well, uh, I mean, it seems pretty easy. It, it, well, Watson did it like four times now, so maybe not with a semi for one time, but. He can do it. Yeah, Watson, give me a call after the show so we can get this, like, start talking about how I need to do this. Hey, what I can tell you is Steve has better uh, insight on me. He says, if you need another rider, you don't hit a home run, you get a double or a triple. And I'll let him explain to that because he loves it. Uh, I just, I mean, I'm just saying, Brock, that guys like yourself, Chisholm, Canari, and obviously you've beaten both those guys this year for the most part. But guys like that, get you get overlooked a little bit. And I feel like these teams go for the Izzies and the Stroops and the Hannies and the big names. And, and we're going to go with these guys. And these guys are going to take over the world. And instead, give some money to guys like those guys I just mentioned. Yourself in there. You're, gonna, you're not going to complain. You're going to put solid results in. And it's something to be said for these teams that overlook. Now, you're not going to get overlooked. You're going to make big money next year. And you, you've done a great job. But a lot of guys get overlooked. And these teams are just fucked. And I feel like I need to be a team owner, team manager, and my team would rule. That's all. You're hired then. Do you need goggles next year? How are we do? How are we looking? I don't know yet. I mean, I haven't. I mean, I haven't got to that part yet. I'm just working on the title sponsors. We have two to three thousand 
right now I can offer you. Sign him. <laughs> I thought you had insight. I thought you had insight on where he was going. Well, I heard I heard a big rumor about you this weekend. Brock broccoli. Yeah, oh, broccoli. Bro- broccoli. I heard a big rumor. Yep. I, I heard uh, Langston KTM. That's that was, that was the word on the street. I didn't ask you about it. I forgot, but that was the word. Why'd you forget? You're supposed to be the reporting dude. Well, he can't probably can't say anything anyways. But can okay. you say, tell us anything? I mean, do we do we know? Uh, no. I mean, it was talked about for a little bit. Okay. Before I had oh, so you were right. Going. You were right. Yeah. I know everything. Right. Yeah. I know everything. I don't know why people doubt me. Um. So okay. So that was talked about at one point, but. When do you have expect to have it be wrapped up and done and we can know what's going on, a la Davey Millsaps uh, at Rockstar Suzuki and some other guys? Thomas said blue. J- <laughs> JT did say I blue. Think, I think I should know by, like, um, I don't know, like another couple weeks or so. How come I don't hear anything about you going back to Mitch on a Pro, Pro Circuit 450, which I would imagine would be a great thing? Is it just because Mitch isn't going to do a 450 program? It's the whole Villapoto thing. That's, that, that's it. Everybody's waiting. Yeah, he, I mean, I sat down and talked to him for a little bit, and right. he basically said, um, he just he just said he can't, I asked him, he said he right. can't do anything, he has letter of intent kind of out to the guys that I think that are staying and and stuff like that, but that's right. the most he can do right now until Bill Toto's done. Right, right, yeah, because, I mean, obviously we know what happened with your deal where you had another year in your contract, Mitch isn't a 450 guy. But he, you know, he put a, together a program for you for the first time. They went 450 racing, and that's all. I, it seems like it works out, and you've done well. And I'm wondering, yeah, I, I don't hear about you going back there. But are you saying you could? You're just waiting, or is that? Um, do, do we, no, I have no idea. I mean, that's okay. not that's not true, I mean, Brock. It's not. It's. I mean, somebody, I somebody in the chat room just said. Somebody in the chat room just said JGR stamp it. Take a look, JGR stamp it. Yeah. Tickle to JDR. Okay. Breaking news in the chat room. All He's right. not telling us the truth. You're a liar, Brock. You're a liar. You can call me whatever you want. Brock, <laughs> guest, guest 559 knows. There we go. Stamp that. I'm not going to call you anything, <laughs> but I'm not going to call you anything. But if you're going to JGR, I'm going to say you're rich. Oh, I think he's rich no matter where he goes, right? <laughs> I'm I mean, rich. You're rich, bitch. Tickle is going to make money. Wherever he How goes. How much is Tokyo going to make this next year? I don't know. I really don't. I can, I can ballpark it, but... Ballpark it. You know everything. <laughs> yeah, that... You ballpark it, and then I'll ballpark it. 150. Well, 150. He... Oh, Jesus. He's probably making that right now. Uh... For Mitch? Mitch pays better than he used to, didn't he? The days of RC getting 30 grand are over. All right. right? How much do you think I make? He said 150. I, from, he's, this year, like I, I'm guessing, you're probably in the one. Well, hey, well, let's, let's give him some credit. The guy won a champion, a life. He's life off champion. Of a life championship. No, but he had an old championship. But, but that, he, he was still old... under contract. That was he no. didn't get to negotiate yeah, hey, on the championship. I, 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 that's I, what I, I mean. Deal. I signed a two-year deal. Yeah, he didn't get to was, negotiate off the it championship. Didn't have a raise. It didn't have a raise I, in tell it. Tell him. Um, if I, I won the championship, yeah. right? So. I agree. You're riding. You're riding cheaper than like. Yeah, you just had another deal. So I predict next year on a full-time 450 ride. 350, 350-ish. That's what I got. Am you're I Kenny? Am I? I'm hoping. Kenny, you're I'm high. hoping I can just. You're high. Really? Get by. Watson, I'm high. You're high, dude. Okay, I'm high. I'm high, Tiz. I ho- I'm just hoping I can get by, dude. You look. That's high. all I'm worried about. <laughs> you're just hoping to get by. Um, yeah. You got a wife now, so you you you, you need yeah. the big paycheck. Um, dude, he has big hobbies too. I heard he plays a lot of golf. That's shit is expensive. 
Yeah. And also, too, probably supports Swisscore in some manner. Yep. So. Yeah, I sponsor him. That's I. I, I mean, I just sponsor him. Is he going to be your man friend at the races now? He he, he possibly could be. Kenny, you never know what Kenny, could happen. Did you make up with Swisscore? Tomorrow's a mystery. No? Yeah. Kenny, did you make up with Swisscore? No, I I've never really I've never really had a problem with Swisscore. Okay. All right. Hey, Brock, uh, <laughs> thanks for coming on. Appreciate it, man. Um, yeah, no problem. And like I said, uh, no matter where you go next year, no matter what you do, you're going to have a good ride on a good team, and uh, you've been riding well this year. I think I would say that you're way faster outdoors than I thought you'd be, so good job on that. Um, yeah, good, 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 good year. Yeah, for sure. All right, I appreciate it. Good luck with everything, bud. All right, thanks, guys. All right, see you, man. Later. All right, later. Uh, we're going to go to commercial break. We're going to come back with Stillwell. Uh, New York's own Stillwell. Uh, we got a question for you though, in, in, from a, from a caller. Sweet. Are you ready? Yeah. Kenny. Yeah. No, Kenny. Your headset. Thank you. Nicely. O'Rourke, what's up? You got a question for Kyle? Where, why is Kenny leaving? It's a long story. I know why. Oh, you do? Yeah, it's the Aussie, right? Yeah, it's the Aussie guy. Aussie's on. <laughs> yeah. I I'm listen glad to the, my reputation precedes me. I listen to the show. I know. Oh, dear. All right. What's your question? How are you, Kyle? Good, how are you? Good. Um, I had a quick question for you. I just, I know you've come from a long time at Pro Circuit over to the H&H team. How do you um, feel the transition will be uh, for you to work on a different brand of motorcycle next year? Oh, Suzuki and Cowie are pretty similar. All the bikes are. Yeah, they're all Japanese-made bikes. They're similar. Did you know the KTM motor was a uh, single cam? I thought they, they're dual cam. They yeah, they're the dual. The dungee bike. The dungee bike. The dungee bike single. Yeah, yeah, I, I did not know that. I just found that this weekend. I didn't really think about it. it taking is. a page out of Honda. They are. They're taking a page out of Honda's book. Yeah. Transition. Uh, well, the, the other question I had was, um, obviously, we saw uh, at Southwick, Dungee lost that fuel out of his KDM out of the fuel cap. And is there any way that that Kyle, if that was one of your riders, you got you guys would look at trying to prevent that? Is there any way you could prevent a fuel cap from from spinning off like that? Did, it, did his cap spin off? Yeah. Or I thought it just came out of the overflow. No, no, it no, spun it off. It took off? Yeah, it spun off. Yeah. Total fluke thing. Carlos said there was an indent on one of the you know the tongs. Yep. And then the threads at the end were screwed up. Are they running production takes? I don't know, but they're running the, the same cap. That, you know, KTM had a quarter turn locking one. Yeah, yeah. The new bungee bike is threaded. Yeah, yeah. So they're back to threaded. Well, I know like at Mitch's, they run the carbon tank with the key. I don't No, they, no those guys don't. It looks like a production bike tank. What is it? Plastic. Hmm. Maybe it's bigger, but it's plastic. It's really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Some of them have <laughs> some of them, some of them, some of the teams have the carbon tanks that are threaded by key. Yeah, um, they, they don't for sure. No. Troy Lee. Well, he's talking about Ryan Dungey. He's talking about Troy Lee. He's asking how to prevent it. Oh. Yeah. If, if that was you, Kyle, like you were the team manager, and that happened to one of your riders, would there be something that you could do? Do you think to prevent that? From spinning off, like hey, mechanics best friend is wire, wire tie. You could drill a hole through the gas tank cap and wire tie it. I've seen it done, just like a radiator cap. Yeah, I've seen it done. Where would you wire it to? The bolt in the front, all the way up there to the bolt. That's it's not that far. far. It's pretty far. No, it's not. Okay, it's not far. All right. What would you do, Steve? You're the factory. I've never worked for a factory team, Steve. I've worked for two of them. Yeah, Steve. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think this is I, over my head. I do know this. Brock Glover's chain came off at Binghamton in 83. His master link clip fell out while he was leading. And Yamaha immediately went to a rivet link on their chains, 
which I was still there riveting the links on, even though Master Link, even though JGR. Yeah, but you guys got a handbook from Yamaha hey, on how to build a bike. Even though JGR did a test in their NASCAR shop versus a Master Clip or a Rivet Link, where they stretched the chain, and the Rivet Link was weaker than the Clip, didn't matter. Yeah. So, having said that, coming from that experience, you have to change something. You have to do something. My pick would be wiring that cap on. Wired. It's not that far to that bolt. I just said that, and you lied to me. <laughs> <laughs> and you told me I was, it's far. Crap. Uh, that's good. All right, O'Rourke, anything else? Um, yeah, one quick question, uh, another one for Kyle. I'm uh, just wondering if, if Mitch Payton could take one thing from Kenny Watson's management style, what do you think that could be? Wow, that's a good question. Kenny doesn't care, but good question. No, Kenny that, you know, Kenny, Kenny gives me more time off, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch Payton could follow that, more time yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, I, I was real, real, you know, strong over there, strong-minded. And Listen, you guys, I mean, Sean Irwin's a friend of mine, Paul yeah. Parabinos is a friend of mine over there. I, uh, I was um, with Sean Irwin when he came to Motor Triple X. Those guys, they, they work their balls off. I mean, yeah. you're sweeping the shop. Yeah. You're cleaning the bathrooms. You're... Yeah. Good Friday's a good Friday to work. Yeah. Yeah. A good Friday's a good Friday to work. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah. hey, but at the end but at the end of the deal, if you work at Pro Circuit for as long as Kyle did and those guys did, you want a job on a factory team. Pave your way. There you go. Spend the time. Yeah. Kenny yeah. I mean Kenny tried it with the pink hair. He tried it he tried it his own way. It didn't you know, didn't go that way. But you know what you're signing up for if you go to a team like Mitch. Mitch Mitch is gonna work you, but you know what you're signing up for. There's no big surprise when you get there, you're gonna work a lot. So you think um, Kenny could maybe uh, Mitch could maybe like take it a little bit easier on his guys? I wouldn't say take it a little easier, no, because he's striving to win championships. But a day off every three hundred sixty-five uh, days. I was a at year. Yamaha with Jimmy Perry, who's a disciple of Mitch Payton. So yeah, yeah. I think all of us have a little Payton in us. Kenny too. Yeah, Kenny to deal with deals with Mitch. Yeah. Um. All right, Aurora. Hey, we got to run. We got our next guest up coming on. Uh, still well. No worries, guys. Thanks. Thanks for the chat. Thank you. See you. Aurora out. See ya. Aurora <laughs> out. Hey, uh, we're going to have our next guest on. Still well here. He's a New York legend. He left us three messages last week. Did you Did you pull that up? Yeah. yeah All right, let's I've refresh our listeners a little bit. Here's a voicemail. Watson's back. Here's a voicemail from Stillwell From last week. From last week. Okay. Giving an idea of what this guy's about. Listen to this guy. Stillwell here again. <laughs> Got a couple more good stories. You're definitely going to want to call me, dude. I got some good ones. I got some good Canary stories. You're going to like to hear them. And some other, I got some Carpenter stories. I'm the guy that you need to talk to, believe me. Still well. That's his third message. Probably heard of me. They probably kind heard of it. <laughs> so, call me back, Bob. So that's. Moto Masters was the track. You got some good Canary stories. Suspension Does he know Carpenter? Love it. Oh, yeah. He knows Paulie. Oh, yeah. You're going to love it. This one's got to make your show. Okay. I haven't pulled out any of this shit, really. I just. He's rambling now. Call me back on this. I got some good haunting stories with Bob. You're going to crack up. Call me. Okay. So then we got. So that's still well. So then I got some tweets and some emails saying, get this guy on, call him. We had a voicemail left this week. Here's this guy, voicemail. People love him. Hey, what's up, boys? This is Gump, up here in Syracuse, New York. Kenny, you might remember me. 
I'm the one that called a few uh, months ago about a story involving uh, you and Paul Curry and some shenanigans that may or may not have went down at Unadilla with uh, they did not. a local guy's daughter. Either way, that's neither here nor there. I'm calling for a different reason. I'm calling in reference to a good buddy of mine who runs with the same crew called in uh, last episode, Stillwell. There's a man you need to talk to. He, uh, he's basically the, the alpha dog up there. So ever since I was a little kid, he's been like the, uh, the guy we all looked up to for the uh, off-track partying and the on-track uh, determination. He's a cool dude. He's kind of a mix of Rhino and Jason Lawrence. If they were to birth a baby, it would be so well. <laughs> he, uh, he's kind of a legend up here. You can find him at Unadilla. He's usually the one leading a pack of about 200 people through the pits. Causing chaos. Like Jesus. Leading, way, leading his... Give him a call. He's got he's some like, great uh, stories he could tell you, but he's also got t- some great stories about himself. I don't know who that real is. Real quick one. YouTube Techno uh, my Viking. My father passed away real recently. Right, and, let's, uh, let's, let, let, let's, uh, let's move this along. But that's the, that's an idea of the type of, uh, what kind of adulation bike those guys that Stillwell still well has. And so we, we, we it's a New York guy, and uh, we're going to get him on the phone here right away. Well, He had a story about what? YouTube Techno Viking. No, Classic. I can't touch his computer while we do the show. We had an issue already once. Um, he has a story about Rollerball Peterson, too. Getting beat down or beating someone down? I don't he remember. beat someone up. Ross beat someone up over a pipe. An uh, old man. An old man in the, in the you know, the 90s or 80s or something. Techno-Viking so. is comedy. Yeah. What is it? Well, I don't, you got to YouTube it. I Classic. Okay, I will. All right. Um, so uh, we thought we'd, we'd get this guy on the phone. I feel like him and Watson could possibly develop a friendship, it seems like, a little bit. I thought Bruce Stratton ran Unadilla. Thought Still, he was the guy. No, Stillwell runs Unadilla. Uh, welcome to the show. Stillwell, what's up, man? What's up, dude? I was just making sure that the radio... I've got an old-school phone. Okay. I don't do the smartphone or Facebook nonsense. i got an old-school phone. So Is it rotary? We're, kinda, <laughs> we're working with you, man. It was a little bit of trouble here earlier, but we got you. Yes, do you have a rotary phone? We're good. We're good. Hey, Stillwell, thanks for calling, man. I mean, you, you called three times last week, so you... Clearly wanted to get through. Let's hear the rollerball story from the beginning. Let me hear it. Well, first off, let me actually let you know one thing. Clearly, I actually never heard of you guys, and this is no bullshit. Okay. My boss, Sonny Nyman, he's a moto guy up in this area. He's an internet guy, an old moto guy I've raced with for years. He dialed the number and handed me the phone, knowing that I had a few beers, and basically stuck it in my ear. I mean, obviously, I know race rocks, and I've been around the ship for a while, but right. I didn't really know what Paul Dumax was. Right. And uh, last week's been kind of comical. Yeah, tits, tits can vouch for that because yeah, you had no idea who I was when I was calling. Right. Um, but, you yeah, we, we have a weekly show. Kenny Watson's on it, uh, the host. He uh, manages yeah. Hart Huntington. He managed Moto Triple X for years, Plano Honda. You name it, Watson's done it, and, uh, and I work for Racer X. And Kyle Bentley's uh, here. No, no, I know who you guys are. Okay, okay. all right. We're doing, I'm just telling him, like, not the internet guy, and I really didn't even know Paul Bennock. Okay. But, so, uh, yeah, let's, let's roll with this, man, for sure. What's the rollerball thing? What happened? <laughs> I was pretty clear on the rollerball story, to be honest with you, and I'll clarify it again. I mean, here I am. I live in upstate New York. I was in 10th grade. I got a job to go work at Dinoport. Okay. okay? Never really was into dirt bikes. Rich got me into racing. He's like, hey, we're, you know, I've, I've rolled for about six months. He's like, we're going to Florida. 
So me, him, and his son go to Florida, and we pull out and back at Troom. We drive all the way down there. And let me tell you, I don't know if you know anything about Rich from Dinoport, but the nope. guy is... <laughs> I don't want to swear on the air, you but can he's swear. pretty goddamn gnarly. You can swear. I'm a novice rider, dude, riding a KTM, piss green KTM. In North Carolina, he turns his fucking heat on and throws me these things and says, here, Stillwell, start squeezing these. It's good for arm pump. You got to realize, man, I'm a complete novice fuck at this point. Right. So I get down there to Chrome. We pull around the back. I don't know if you've ever been there, but there's a Holiday Inn. No, I've been to Chrome. We're in the parking yep. lot. We got the old High Point trailer filled with junk pipes. My dirt bike's mashed in there amongst a million dirt bike pipes. I'm unloading shit, and I look over, and there's Rich. Some dude is literally beating the piss out of him in the grass. <laughs> I don't know who your guy, you know, this Patterson dude is. I don't know anybody in motocross right. at this point. Nobody. So I run over there. I'm a 150-pound kid in 10th grade, and I try to drag this dude off of him, and he's just beating the shit out of Rich. My hero that I've been listening to for 22 hours. Right. It's only full of complete bullshit. But you got to love the guy. Bottom line is, Rich was just saying, hey, this fucking guy needs to pay for his pipe. And Patterson wouldn't pay for it. Well, and Rich never gave anything away. And I'm telling you, I just it's so funny that I tell you this story. And I just hung out with Henry this past weekend. And uh, Doug and I were talking about this. And Doug actually paid 50 bucks for his pipe the same year. And, that, and I'm not bullshitting you. That's why I said, I don't think Ross is a pimple on Doug's ass, because Doug's the guy. How many titles does Doug have? Ross has 42 Canadian titles. Yeah, Canadian. What's that equivalent to in America? Even with exchange negative rate, three? that's 20. <laughs> that's 20. Come Henry's on, got like four, I three. America to three. Canada. I mean, Canada is starting to get into the... It's starting to come around now. I mean, we put Canada on the map when Carpenter won his national championship. Yeah. Other than that... Canada, not on the map. Uh, what about Carpenter? Your buddies? Your, your buddies with Paulie? He's pretty much one of my best friends. We grew up together. Wow. He's uh, younger than me. Probably seven years younger than me. But, the, yes, we go way, way, way back. What's your best Paulie Carpenter story, Stillwell? Got a million of them. I can't throw you my best ones because uh, <laughs> we can't throw guys under the bus. It's not what we do here. It's not cool. Yeah, you're right. Not cool at all, dude. But I can throw you... Oh, you guys got me on the spot. So, actually, I'm going to throw you one of my little Bobby K stories because me right. and Bob talked earlier. Bob was on the show earlier. He was. He was, yep. Uh, and uh, I'll tell you. I'm going to tell you a cute story about Bob that I know all the people out there are going to love, and it's not. It's PG, unless you work for PETA. So, Bob's a kid. You know, Bob's always been around me since he was riding minis, and we always rode together, and I got him to deer hunting and stuff. So, we said, you know what? I said, Bob, let's get you into bow hunting. We're going to go out, and I, I taught him how to shoot a bow, and we went up to our local track, Mexico. And the guy said, yeah, you guys can go out there and hunt. So we get out back, and we're hunting, and I get Bob's in his tree stand. I, I showed the little guy how to get up in a climbing tree stand, and I'm up there for an hour. My phone rings, and it's Bob. I take the phone up. Still well. I just shot one, but it's mom that's coming back. What do I do? He's, like, crying. And I felt bad for him because he's only a 15, 16-year-old kid. 
I said, Bob, I hate to tell you this, but you're going to have to shoot Mom, too. Oh, dear. Yeah, it was kind of one of them deals, and little Bob, that's, he hit puberty that day. He shot Mom, too, and boy, I hope he is not listening. Wow. Yeah, that's sad. That, yeah. But he's not. So what are you looking for? Well, I mean, we got some good stories, you know, I mean. Well, what else is going on out there with you guys? We're just doing this radio show, man. It, it's it's uh, you know you left those messages last week, and and a lot of your your you have some fans, you have some dedicated followers of Stillwell, the legend of Stillwell. I have a lot of fans, dude, because you know I'm not just a I'm not just that guy that calls in and is like the internet guy because I I don't even have the internet. I don't have Facebook. I'm not on the internet. Like I said, my buddy stuck the phone in my ear a week ago, and that's how the voicemails end up there. Who's your favorite? I'm, I'm fairly legitimate. What is your favorite rider ever, Stillwell? It's Paul Carpenter. Okay, all right, yeah, Paulie. Okay, I do. Um, I mean, he's my he is like top three, one of my best friends. You know, I mean, we grew up riding together. I mean, when freaking trailer boards came out and we were riding in the snow in 94, you know, he won Loretta's in 97. I mean, it was a crack-off because there was a time where him and I, I was beating him for a while. And then all of a sudden, one day, it was like, son of a bitch, Come on, this guy's getting well. extremely fast. You're not, you never beat Carpenter. Come on. Yeah, I did. Okay. They'll tell you. I used to make him do five lap motos constantly when we practiced. I would make him do that, dude. Well, you'd make, make him. him. Make, well, okay. What? Uh, uh, I felt like Paulie held up, uh, retired a little bit too soon, but I talked to him maybe a little while ago, and uh, yeah, he, he's happy with it. He's working for the city, right? Uh, actually, he's working. Him and his dad have an excavation business, and he's doing awesome. Okay. All right. Well, I don't think he retired too soon. He was over it, man. He was. He got married. He's got an awesome wife. He's got a good life going. He didn't retire too soon. He got out when the getting was good. Right. Right. Money kind of disappeared, man. You know. You know the deal. Yeah. No, I do. Absolutely. Hey, we got a call. Paul's on uh, one. What's up, Paul? Paul's is Paul, not Paul. Who? Paul. Paul. What's up? Oh, hey. Good job, tits. Your birthday, so we won't come hard. We won't come down on you. What's up, Cole? <coughs> Not much. Stillwell's got better stories than what he's telling. Stillwell, you, you hold, holding up or what? Are you holding up on the stories or what? You holding out? I'm holding way out on you guys because I'm a little nervous. Why are you nervous? Don't be nervous. Just let it out, man. Go with it. Yeah, it's all right. Nah, dude, we can't be throwing guys under the bus. It's tough, you know. It's Tits's birthday. <laughs> This is Cole, not Paul. He worked. He worked for me for a long time. Stillwell worked for you, Cole. Yeah, for about a year. Okay. Well, that's, we got Stillwell's old boss on the line. Show's progressing nicely. Um. All right. Well, hey, Cole. Um, thanks for telling us that Stillwell has better stories. <laughs> We're trying to get him out of Stillwell. I'm just. I'm just telling you to tell a good story. Yeah, that's yeah. Cole's He's holding out on us. Got it. All right. Thanks. Okay. Later. Bye. See ya. Still well. Well. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. Okay, well, you want to hear a funny story about Paul that actually me and Paul talked about that's pretty funny. We we talked about this the other night, what we could do as far as getting on the air and not making ourselves look too ridiculous. We got a good one, actually. 
Years ago, we went down to this canoe regatta, which is a pretty much a crack-up. His brother-in-law says, hey, we're going to this friggin' canoe deal. We're going to roll around the goddamn way. Paul calls and says, yeah, we'll do this canoe regatta. So we go down there, and we camp out for a weekend. His brother-in-law says, absolutely nothing to do with motocross, obviously, but his brother-in-law's there, and this other guy that's big in the camp, and he's got all high-end camping gear. So we go, and we get freaking drunker than hell, and in the middle of the night, Paul says, hey, son of a bitch, I'm hungry. What do we got to eat? I don't know. I think your guy there, your brother-in-law, might have some food. I have no idea. So we look in the back of the truck. The guy's got no food. But Paul's like, the motherfucker. Goddamn this guy. Like, relax, pal. Calm down. Fuck that. We're wearing all his camping gear. This dude's got the best camping gear money can buy. So we literally take all of his camping gear, his $300 tank, his high-end cooler, all his bullshit, his rain suit. We burn to the ground. And him and I sleep in this raggedy tent together. I'll never forget, I wake up in the morning to his brother-in-law going, Gardner, Stuhl, get the fuck out of here now! I'm like, oh, man, this is not getting over well. I got so nervous, dude. I get out and I literally am pulling my wallet out of my pocket as I get out of the tent. And there's our guy who is so proud of his camping gear, this shit is just falling <laughs> up in a lot of plastic. Uh, ah! Watson, Watson, you're... you're Dude, just... that's... I can see Dude, that guy freaking out cool. over his and gear. Pretty much the stuff was burnt, oh, Dude, that's great, Dude, oh, wow. Paul's fucked up. I'm fucked up. Yeah. We're not really that normal. I mean, we're pretty normal, but it's just, you know, we get a little aggressive with shit. Obviously, Jesus. and I'm sure you guys know the deal. And I felt so bad for this poor bastard. That's <laughs> fucking awesome. We here and we melted it. <laughs> 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 fucking crazy. <laughs> That's psycho, dude. Fucking crazy. That's extreme right there. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. That's a good There's one. There's way better shit than that, but I just I can't know it. So, yeah, that's uh, a story. My guys are in the background. They want me to tell you about Loretta's, which is kind of funny. Uh, next week. We, uh, yeah, let's, 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 next week. Let's story. make it a second. This is yeah. going to blow a couple more guys out of the water. Hey, hey, still. Sorry, hey, hold on to that deal. story. Retired anyway. Hey, hold on to that story. Still, well, still, still I even don't get a kick out of it. You don't listen to this shit anyways. I doubt. Hey, still. So we go to Loretta's. Me and Jack go to Loretta's. Paulie's little cousin. We go down there. I get a phone call midweek. It's Paul. He goes, hey, surprising you guys. Me and Ivan are flying in to watch. Oh, good. All right, Stillwell, awesome. we, we got to go. We got to go. Stillwell out. Stillwell out. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. It seemed better. It seemed like it was going to be better. I don't know. Seemed like, seemed Does like that it, guy race? I don't know. A lot of guys really like them, but. I mean, I don't know. The story. He's I, I, a legend, man. You it's have just, to find out what class he races and what kind of bike he rides. Yeah. Probably, huh? I'm guessing hey, um, like 89. Thanks to BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Works Connection, AGV Helmets, Tech One Designs, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate, Race Tech and Fly Racing. We got some giveaways next week. <laughs> We're going to do those. We got voicemails coming up. We're going to have JT coming back on. We have Stillwell um, 
probably coming on next week with another uh, riveting story. We're going to have Forrest <laughs> Butler, the team manager of the BTOsports.com team. He's coming up next. Thank you, everybody, for listening. See you in 10 minutes. This is Georgia Lindsay, presenter of the Motocross Grand Prix, and you're listening to the Pulpomex Show with Mathis and Watson. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOsports.com, featuring Kenny Watson and that other guy. Thanks for listening. Please support our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code, STEVE, S-T-E-V-E, and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show, and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection, the little company that started it all, is back with a new invention that writers like Andrew Short, Ivan Tedesco, Brett Metcalf, Josh Hansen, and more can't live without. Our brand new Pro Launch device makes getting hole shots easy. It's a set it and forget it deal, featuring innovation and design that has made Works Connection the number one company for your bike's needs. Also, check out WorksConnection.com for our complete line of elite clutch purchase, which we now allow the customer to customize for his wishes. You can choose the color, the lever ratio, and more in what we're calling the one, two, three easy build skid plates hour meters throttle tubes radiator braces and more works connection is the company that is killing it in northern california and proud to be a sponsor of the pulp mx show as a matter of fact enter pulp mx on checkout and save 20 percent off your order Producing helmets since 1948, AGV merged with Dainese in 2007, birthing a renewed commitment to top-of-the-line head protection for off-road and racing enthusiasts. 2012 brings the MTX, AX8, and AX8 EVO. The AX8 EVO is a top-of-the-line helmet worn by Travis Pastrana and Ashley Filet and features the latest in technical design, safety, and comfort. The carbon Kevlar fiberglass hybrid shell keeps the weight low at only 1,100 grams. New padding and revised outer shell incorporate our new shock absorber system, which cooperates with existing back protection. The AX8 is available in nine colorways with an additional seven in the AX8 EVO. Check them out at agv.com. Since 1973, FMF has been about getting more out of riding motorcycles. More power, more wins more fun for 39 years we've been rolling up our sleeves building our factory engineering and manufacturing the world's finest performance exhausts innovation and american craftsmanship makes fmf today's leader in performance The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. 
Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. The result of design experience and factory rider feedback. Fly Racing continues to push through the boundaries of innovation and technology, function and fit. Worn by factory motocross pros Andrew Short and Trey Kennard, as well as off-road pros Stuart Baylor and Team JCR Honda, Fly Racing designs products for the serious rider and racer. The difference is in the details. For more information, visit flyracing.com to view its entire range of exciting products. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The little company that could. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of top riders like Kyle Chisholm, Josh Strang, Zach Osborne, and many others, is coming on strong in 2012. Our top-end line of Gox and Limited Goggles have all the features you could want, including four-layer face foam, a lightweight frame, as well as a no-fog, anti-scratch lens. Owned and operated by former national racer and test rider Rich Taylor, it's 25 years of goggle technology, all wrapped up into a high-end goggle with a low-end price. For more information, check out thexbrand.com. And remember, listeners to the Pulp MX Show can save some cash on their order by typing in the words Xcode 2012 before they check out. That's Xcode 2012. I'm Justin Barsha, number 20 on the Geico Honda, and I wear free gun underwear. Free Gun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. Michael Essie, Ashley Fialek, and X Games star Jared McNeil all know about Free Gun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Free Gun, get hip and get cool. Free Gun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com. Rockford Fosgate has been in the business of sound for over 30 years. At Rockford, we know you're fanatical about your music. You take it with you on the road and off. That's why Rockford Fosgate designs and builds audio gear that will deliver big, clear sound for your car, truck, motorcycle, or boat. Rockford Fosgate, car audio for fanatics. Rockford Fosgate is a proud sponsor of the Dodge, Saquon Casino, Harden Huntington, Bell Ray Racing, Supercross team. Pulp MX Show listeners, is it time to change that fork and shock oil? Well, for this and much more, look to Racetech, the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S Custom Series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. Pro racers like Ben LeMay, Derek Anderson, Mike Corbin, Cody Gilmore and more depend on Racetech. So should you. 
Nice transition, tits. Good transition. Nice fade out right there. Just very professional. Good job. Who are you talking to? None, yeah. Huh? Guess. None my business? Yeah. Can we get our next guest? This isn't social time. I don't care if it's your birthday. (laughs) Bro. He, he was being lovey-dovey over there. He makes personal calls during the show, takes them and everything. Like He was being lovey-dovey. This is what? Ridiculous. It was my wife. See? Lovey-dovey. Dude, we don't got time for wives and chicks on this show. We're gnarly. Hey, emails. Uh, Jason, I know you guys like the Adam Carolla show like I do, but just wondering if you guys have a section of photos from each show of guests, things you talk about, etc., like Adam does. If you do, then I'm blind and I don't see them. If not, I'd love to start seeing them. Love the show from uh, Jason. Jason, uh, we're going to revamp our Pulp Mex show website next year. And uh, that's going to be one of the things that we're going to do. We're going to make a more dedicated site to the show, and uh, we're going to. You should because it's bigger than Pulp MX. You know what? It is actually, to be honest. Uh, the numbers speak for themselves, Kenny. I know. So uh, the show's killing it, and we're going to devote more time to that uh, with its own site. Working on next year, Tits is going to take more photos of that stuff. Uh, Cody emailed, "Hey Steve, you got to give Stillwell a call on the next show. The guy is pretty <sighs> fucking gnarly and has some epic stories." I'm not super close with him, but a lot of my buddies are. And anytime he is around, you can t- tell zero fucks are given by this guy. 
Stillwell, Cody, we called him. Yeah, did not work out as well as we were hoping. Uh, Dan called in, not a huge Michael Essie fan, but I'm a, a little bummed he did not get the shot at MX Donations. I thought it would be cool if the selection process included some sort of fan vote, similar to baseball's all theme. You do not want to put it in the fans' hands. Uh, not for all the spots, maybe just one fan selected, or have a sports writers have a vote. I like the sports writers have a vote. You're media. I'd like that. Uh, Kenny, question for you. Whatever happened to Mike Healy? The last thing I heard was that he got mixed up in drugs and got into a bit of legal trouble. Did he clean up? Is there a happy ending to this tale of the 80s minicycle phenom, past champion, and genuine nice guy of years gone by? I have to know when you're the guru with inside knowledge to ask things knowledge, or ask things moto. Please share. Guru. You know what? Uh, matter of fact, Racer X just wrote a story with Mike. Um, How do you know that? I know everything. And it should be coming out here pretty quick, so yeah. just look for it, and uh, I'll tell you what Mike's doing now. There we go. Um, all right, let's get to our next guest. Uh, this man almost managed to have his rider win the moto on the weekend. Heartbreaking injury, and uh, could have happened. Couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. And we feel sorry for Forrest Butler of the BTOSports.com team. Forrest, thanks for coming on, man. Good. What's going on, guys? You were so close. So close. He was oh, going to win. Know. He was going to win. I know. I was. I was standing on my on my rooftop today. I was thinking about jumping, and then I tucked <laughs> myself back down the ladder. Yeah, yeah, bummer deal for us. Sorry to hear that. And he broke his leg out for the rest of the season. And, um, you know, hopefully his knee turns out to be okay. Uh, talk about the experience of that, though, like your feelings inside. This would have, this was so close to being, uh, you know, a high watermark for your team. Yeah, you know, it was, uh, I mean, I guess there's other people who have been there and not. And it's, it's, uh, it was just one of those things. It, it was happening so fast. And obviously we weren't expecting it. And it was kind of like one of those racing deals that, a lot of racers go through on different levels, you know, like you're so busy putting your head down and just working hard and working hard, but sometimes you just, you don't think about winning in that class, you know? Mm-hmm. And really, I I really think what it is is we have a great bike. We have a great program this year. We've been working hard, but it's that. Everybody's heads were down and uh, just working hard and burned out the start, and this time he just, he stayed there, you know? And everybody knows, you know, Stewart passed him and then fell, and Weimer passed him and fell, but for the most part when Weimer... He and Wyman were going at it the whole time, you know, yeah. so it wasn't like he came from behind. And I guess for me, when Weimer fell up to that point, I wasn't paying attention <laughs> to how far they had pulled away already. Yeah, yeah, right. And, you know, and that's, uh, I guess, kind of the fast forward the whole thing without running through a 23-minute replay. Just when, when Weimer fell, then that's when I saw the lead. And, uh, you know, I looked back and knew who was there, and it was Tickle and Dungy and Millsaps and Short. And, you know, honestly, I was like, all right, cool, <laughs> you know. Right. But then each lap, he just burns clicking off two sixteens, and the other guys are two seventeen, two eighteen, two nineteen, and he just kept going, you know. And at the halfway mark, he had a fourteen second lead, and that that's when it kind of I guess started sinking in that mm-hmm. you know maybe we could do it. And uh, yeah, it just <laughs> everybody knows the outcome, and it just um, it sucks, man. One of the things that uh, if you go to all the nationals and I and it, you see it, uh, Burner had sneaky been sneaky good in the last three four five races like really starting to come on and turn it around a little bit huh he has um i joke you know not, not joke with him he and i uh you know it's in person i want to say dude i'm i'm so proud of him um it's been a, a, a two-year deal and 
last year, you know, was, was rocky, but that's when I say rocky, we were getting top tens, but everybody has expectations for how hard we all work, and mm-hmm. he told me from the very beginning, he's like, I need, I need a bike that I'm 100% comfortable on, and the one thing he's taught me is, yes, every rider's different, and some young kids can get on bikes and go really fast, but uh, mm-hmm. this year with the JGR guys, we really have built a bike, all of us together, that has gotten Michael to where he really, really is comfortable, mm-hmm. and that's the more comfortable he's got, the faster he's got. And, uh, I mean, there it was, you know. Like, I'm not saying we could go out and win every weekend. No. But yeah. it, that one worked out, and he was just dialed. And it was close. It was close. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, Jimmy Albertson out for uh, for Unadilla, but you expect him back to um, – you expect him back for Seal City? Yeah, he'll be back. He was back on the mic today. And, and actually, Jimmy was actually good to go um, as far as the banging his head thing had gone. Yep. And just another string of bad luck on Monday last week, he was riding and he jarred his back. And uh, okay. that's actually why Jim, Jimmy had to sit out Unadilla because he had just jammed his back. Oh, okay. But actually, his head's good to go. I think his head would have been fine at Southwick, but he's a smart guy, and we had talked about it after practice, and mm-hmm. he wasn't feeling like it was perfect yet. Yep. So he just decided to wait the one weekend, and then he tweaked his back. But, right. yeah, he'll be back at Steel City and strong. So. Um. And and your guys is you you really you joined up with JGR this year motors and suspension and you're getting a lot of individual attention from those guys and by all accounts it seems like the JGR guys uh, really doing a good job for you. Yeah, and it's it's funny the way the season obviously they they haven't had the best of luck um, on their end, but I don't ride a Yamaha and I'll tell you that the Yamahas are are really really good. You know, I just think it's some, sometimes you have rough years and sometimes you don't, but it's been an honor to be able to work with them. And it's been great for us to be able to get results and do good because it shows that, uh, you know, they, they really know their stuff, both right. motors and suspension. And that's that was like the fourth or fifth motor hole shot for, for yeah. Burn. Um, the bikes are good. Like, our bikes are really good. Yeah. So. And Phil Nicoletti uh, also pulled good starts on his JGR motor on a Honda. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. They can make the Yamaha work. They can make the Honda work. They can make the Suzuki work. You know, yep. so uh, it's good for those guys. What about um, JT? Now, obviously, uh, he's on our show a lot. He's a he's he's a great addition to the show. He's wrapping up a long career. Rode for you guys for I think six years now or something, a long time. And uh, talk about JT wrapping it up and all the things that he's meant to you. I mean, I know he's like a brother to you more than more than a, more than a rider. Yeah, for sure. You know what's funny is I think. Uh just because of our stuff this year, I, I think the last time I was on the show mm-hmm. was after JT did good at, I think, San Diego Supercross. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think you had, maybe you had Vince and I on one time after that, or maybe maybe that was, no, that was Vince it. and I that, were on. that was the time, yeah. But it was funny. It's just, um, you know, the whole year has been tough. The team obviously has high expectations, but, you know, what's been the coolest thing about JT is, uh, I guess once, which is probably the help of you and Watson and the whole show, you know, like, you guys have helped make it a known deal worldwide that this is his last season and stuff, and but his fans have come out in, like, drones. It's, it's hilarious. Like, <laughs> every every week he's he's become the most popular rider on the team, yeah. but it's really, really cool, and I'm proud of him, and I think I, if he's listening, you know, like, I know it puts a smile on his face, but yeah. it's deserving. It's been one hell of a long career, yep. and the fact that people are showing up with JT Money shirts every weekend and, and getting behind the guy and telling him, like, how much they appreciate it, you know, and hopefully... Mm-hmm. He's going to move on to doing media stuff with you guys, and and uh, he's going to be great at it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's he's going to be good at it. And uh, so, but 
why'd you make him shave the mohawk? What, what? <laughs> Let's talk about that terrible decision on your part. Um, that, that was a multi, that was a multi multi person uh, decision. You're coming um, down on him. You're my, just the manager. My vote is he looks a lot better. He looks a lot better. Watson, any problems with the mohawk on your team? What do you think, Forrest? What what what? I don't know. I JT think and I feel it was a bad move. <laughs> what for them to just cut it off? Yeah, for for Forrest I would I would I would have him cut it off just maybe my change his luck a little bit. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, I hey, guess there's that. Hey, Forrest, how that was 23 minutes. Burn was in the lead. I bet you that was like time was standing still. Because I hate like when my guys are doing good, you're all, dude, how many laps are left? Four? And you're like, 14? Shit. I could just yeah, imagine I'm, that. You know exactly what I was feeling, man, and that's what we were all feeling. You know, it was like, again, it's one of those things. Time goes by so fast when you're not paying attention, and then we, and then we realize it can happen. You're like, it's like, a, it's like a heat race in Supercross. You're like, come on, come on, right. let's, let's turn the laps, right. let's turn the laps. But uh, at the beginning, it just was, to be honest, I, the first half, I prob- I think it was just a natural. It was really cool. We're winning. We're excited. But then we're at the same time. Everybody, uh, you know, his mechanic David Wilson was doing a great job. Everybody was calm at the same time, and it was like kind of enjoying the moment. Right. And then I remember telling over the radio when it was halfway, and then uh, when the signal came through that it was at the twenty minute mark, and then that's when you're like counting down because then it's ten plus two is going on the pit board. Right. And then you're at seven plus two, and that's when it started to like my phone. <laughs> the whole time, my, I feel my phone's vibrating in my pocket <laughs> the whole moment, you yeah. know. Yeah. And uh, they, I, you know, I watched, I watched the swap happen, and and it just, I, I knew when I saw him pull up and right off the track, I, I knew it was something. I, luckily, hopefully, here it's just this tibial right. auto fracture, which sucks. The surgery, painful as hell for the guy, but it really is a. Uh, a six to eight week healer. Yep. So he'll, you know, be off for a little bit, but finishing out the season and it'll give us plenty of time to get ready for super crush strong. Yep. And when, when he did it, when it happened, all my head was thinking was he just blew his knee out. Yeah. You yeah. know, and I was already doing the math. Yeah. <laughs> you were already doing <laughs> the, inju- the injury math. Yeah. Yeah. Burn those injuries and he, he ain't pulling out for an injury right. unless it's bad anyways. <laughs> he sure as crap ain't pulling out <laughs> with yeah. that lead. Yeah. Yeah. And, exactly. uh, you know, it, like I said, it's super painful, and it, it's gonna it's gonna be a crappy couple weeks for him. But right. hopefully, everything you know, surgery goes good, everything goes good, and uh, um, you know, shoot, you can't argue how fast the guy was going. So honestly, I'm I'm excited for him to come back. Like, there's yeah, obviously yeah. some uh, serious gas still in this tank. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and hey, let's talk about Top Jimmy a little bit now. Obviously, uh, we're big fans of, of Jimmy here in the show, and I was pushing hard for him to get the ride. And and I've told him this. Uh, I thought he would be a little bit better. Let's talk about Jimmy Albertson's year for you on the team. I couldn't get couldn't get a nicer guy, but uh, yeah. you know, it's been up and down for him. I, lo- I just love Jimmy. You know, um, I mean, yeah, it's, it's been up and down for his results, and uh, Jimmy's just he's such he's he's hands down. One of the best guys I've ever worked with. I, I, he's awesome. I love the guy. Um, but yeah, it's 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 tough. Like Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy thinks a lot, you know. And he and I have gotten along really well all season. But it's just been tough. Like he'll, he seems to get on a roll, and then uh, mm-hmm. he takes a digger. And you know, in his defense, there's been we've had a couple times where it's been the bike's fault, right? Uh, which sucks on my end, you know. And there's been a couple of them that's been his fault or a rider's fault. But that's that's racing, but. You know, like at Washougal, he turns on and qualifies third, or if that was Millville, and the next week in fifth. Yeah, um, it yeah. just it stinks that he banged his head, but 
you know, while we're on the topic of Jimmy, I mean, I still think Jimmy has his best results to come here this season. Mm-hmm. And um, typical moto, there's been 20 emails and phone calls starting on Saturday, an hour after Burn was hurt, for people who want to fill in for him. Uh, Kenny, <laughs> Kenny, can you attest to that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the guy's body is still warm, and uh, the phone calls are blowing up. There, there was the first phone call came through. I was in the medic truck talking with the doctor, Come trying on. to talk no. with the ER doc from the hospital. No, there's... and the first phone call came through. Oh, really? I mean, I that's, guess you, that's... you can't Come blame on. those guys. You can't. I guess you can't blame the guys. I don't well, know. they should at least wait until. Monday or the next day, you know, call the guy. <laughs> like, I wouldn't even expect them to answer for, for, for forced you know, answer. Yeah, for forced to even. I mean, I, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't answer. I mean, but if you yeah. have some random number, you don't know who yeah, it is. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's. Yeah, but yeah, and that's, I thought it was the hospital calling. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, exactly. why I answered. Exactly. But I, again, yeah, I mean, I guess I do side with the people. It's tough to and people are always looking to, to get in there, and I understand that part. But for us, right. um, we're not putting anybody on that bike. You know, the focus at the last two races is on Jimmy and JT. Um, and like I said, I think Jimmy has his best results in and and all the focus will just shift to, you know, Jimmy and JT. It's not, it's not. Yeah. We're at a point with the team. We've had an excellent year for the BTO team. Um, there's just no doubt. You know, we've had a lot of media coverage and a lot of things and taken another step up and we have some really good things going on for next year and, and really – for Vince and I and my brother and the whole team, it's just everything mm-hmm. right now is about BTO Sports and Team BTO Sports and growing the pro team and the amateur team. And yeah, it's been a great year. And, and I I love you know it's not that I wouldn't don't want to give someone a chance for the last two races, but again, our job is is our focus on right. the guys that we're with right now. And I, I really feel that I want to help Jimmy and uh, do what do what he can do at the last two races. And actually, JT's on the line. We just called him. So, J- yeah. JT, cool. did you hear that? You're getting all the attention, you and Jimmy Albertson. So. Yes. <laughs> yes. Can't wait. <laughs> Your attention. I mean, I'm sure they lie. You know, you, you, this should help you. And the good news is you can grow the Mohawk back, the Mohawk back after September 8th. <laughs> no, he can't grow it back now. He, t- he told me this weekend that he, he, he cut it because he's looking for a job. So, nice. Oh, well, you could put a you could put a, a a toque on like Kenny did with his pink hair, except then it gets pulled off in front of Wes McCoy. So um, that's a, that's a good time. Yeah, hey, uh, Forrest, let's um, BTOSports.com. Vince at the, over there at BTO, they're big supporters of our show. They've helped uh, myself and the show out immensely with the podcast show and then the Pulpamex show, and uh, they're growing. And it's it's a it's a great sponsor for us and a great sponsor for you. Um, they're kind of taking over the. Uh, the moto world right now, as far as uh, the, the the business of mail order, man, they're killing it. Dude, I would tell you, we were in Mammoth, yeah, and their amateur guys were on it. Like they, I could not believe like the the kids that they had riding for them were top guys, and the support that they're giving to people that aren't even on their program, like they were doing heat transfers for jerseys, right. and you know, giving to giveaways. And we did a party. They came and they like they were part of the party too. They sponsored part of the party that we did. And dude, they were just a class act all the way through. I mean, they were there at seven o'clock in the morning, and they were the last ones to leave at the end of the day. Like a lot of other vendors would leave, and they yeah. were there from every from the first practice to the last moto to support the people at the races, which is awesome. Yeah, it seems like they're blowing up, huh, Forrest? Yeah, for sure. And uh, you know, like while we're on there and, and have an opportunity, I know you know this firsthand because we've been working on it. But uh, last year in May, actually, Vince Vince became an official partner, and we partnered up with the team in BTO. Um, behind the scenes, you know, and, like, everybody knows BBMX and Butler Brothers because that's what we had built at the beginning, but the team is, is, is the BTO team now, you know, so moving forward, like, you know, 
we really want everybody to know what BTO is because that is the team, you know. Mm-hmm. The Butler Brothers thing is my brother and I and paperwork behind the scenes. You know, the team is Team BTO Sports. And that amateur team you're talking about, you know, like, it was actually October last year. I was out there with Vince. We were doing work, and we uh, started discussing, you know, we needed to start an amateur team. And I got to give credit, you know, Vince Vince and I kicked it around, and we talked to his main guys in the office. And really over that weekend, Vince is like, I got the perfect guy. I got this young guy named Greg, and he's working in, in the office right now, and he's just, he's too good for what he's doing, and he needs something. I think he'd be great for this project. Mm-hmm. And without telling the whole life story, I Greg just deserves all the credit. I mean, literally we took a kid who knew nothing about amateur racing on the national level, mm-hmm. um, you know, spent a couple of days out there. Greg briefed him, gave him ideas, gave him pointers. Uh, my brother, Carson and Dan Truman, met him up at Minio's, um, and that was his introduction. And literally, Greg has taken that program with just some guidelines from Minio's last year until all the way through what went on at Loretta's. And they actually even got a title at Loretta's, a couple other podiums, nice. a number of amateur championships this year. Uh, it's just been, he's done such a good job. Uh, he's another guy I'm so proud of. And then there's guys behind the scenes with Mike G and Mike D and all the guys at PTO. They work they work so hard on all that. So, of course, it's Vince's company. Yep. Um, and it's our race team, but there's so many people behind the scenes that make it work, and those guys just deserve all the credit for what yeah. you know, Watson was just talking about at Mammoth. Those guys, they're, they're, they're grade-A guys for that's, sure. That's awesome that, that, that uh, Greg's come from where he, where he has. But, I mean, I, I just met them, and uh, – my my hats off to those guys. I mean, those guys do a really, really, really good job, and they they get they need to get the credit that's deserved them because they really did do a good job. Just like your team and you guys have done a, a phenomenal job to get where you guys are going next year. I mean, can you talk about like what you're what you're doing next year yet, or are you guys still working on it? Are you guys gonna do uh, you know full one guy, two guys, lights, or? Yeah, well, there's there's some stuff obviously that we'll we'll. Uh... We're not talking about yet, but the one thing we can talk about is open is we'll definitely be on orange bikes next year with factory support, and we're really excited about it. That's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, Dude, you deserve it. Yeah. You, you guys deserve it. I mean, especially how long you guys been in the trenches proving week in and week out that you guys are there with your guys or filling riders or what. You know, I, I, a lot of people don't realize that, you know, even if you don't, if, even if you're not winning the race, you know, there, there still need to be guys out there representing the brand. And I think, you know, you guys have done a, a really, really good job, and, you know. I, I, yeah, and same, same as you guys have, like, it's it's changed. You know, five years ago, we talk about this every time, five years ago there was certain level guys, the, the top 20 in the main event that are consistent premier class guys. Now it's, we're getting big, like the sport's getting huge, and it's it's every bit of our operation, and, and you know what money you guys spend, and we know what money we spend, and it's, it's as big time as it gets right now, you know? So as far as deserving the support, it's not really deserving. It's just what we do, and... Mm-hmm. And I got to give credit, you know, even the years we had Honda, Hondas were great, and the guys were great that helped us in the last years on Suzuki's were great. And the Suzuki's a hell of a bike. It almost got us our first moto win, and uh, yeah. everything's been great. But the Orange guys have stepped uh, up and, and given us the opportunity that we always wanted to do, and they're a big part of Palmetto Motorsports, and it's uh, we're excited, man. It's going to be cool. I'm just glad that you and Kenny are talking. You know, it's been a little ups and downs. <laughs> you know, let's face it. Little ups and downs over the years. It's just happy to see that you hey, guys you know what? You know what's talking crazy? about something. You know what? This is you know what's crazy right, is Kyle? that uh, when when Forrest and I had our little misunderstanding, <laughs> he he was going through some some family issues and and I I 
I really didn't understand it, but I just had a daughter two weeks ago. And you know, Forrest, I thought about you when like, I, was, I was going through some stuff with her and I was like, okay, I get it. I, I got what that guy was telling me. And you're like, you'll never know. You'll never, you don't understand. And I'm like, I do understand. But then I'm like, dude, I didn't understand. But now I do. <laughs> I, I, I got it. It, I was one of, it was one of those deals like you run into the wall head first and you realize you can go left and go around it. But uh, I got you, dude. I understand. <laughs> I'm just yeah, yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. If JT's still on the line, he'll tell you, man. I was, yeah, I was an emotional train wreck in Supercross, and and I was just a loose cannon waiting to go dude, off. Dude, I, dude, I, I, dude, you don't have to explain nothing to me, brother. I, I get it, dude. And like I said, ELE, bro, ELE. <laughs> I, I get it, and you know, like once again, dude, I just want to say congratulations on all your guys' success. You guys deserve every bit um, of it. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. It's cool that you guys are stepping up. I think that's going to be really cool to see you guys on uh, on Orange next year and. And JT, you're still going to be around somewhat, doing something besides us, besides our show. Uh, I'll be there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We're uh, kind of um, not I creating a position, but um, something we'll be talking about on the show at some point this year. But I'll be there. Right. So I'm excited right. about it. Yeah. Oh, be- perfect. Can't wait to hear what this is. <laughs> <laughs> my personal. My, it's going to be actually be to. Uh, piss Kenny off every weekend. Force actually created this position for me. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, All right. it, it, it's uh, it's gonna be one of those ones where it's Bonnie's at the back of the truck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's God. looking for. Dude, you. I was ready to go. That, I was ready to go. That he's looking. Night. He's at the back. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, hey, well, uh, thanks for us for coming on, man. I really, really appreciate it. Um, let uh, JT hold on the line. Let him listen to this. This call. This guy's gonna go off. Yeah, on. yeah. Um, I don't know why, but uh, thanks for us for coming on. Um, good luck with everything that's going on. It's it's. I'm super stoked that you, you're stepping up. You're a good guy, good team, and if it wasn't for uh, teams like you, you know, I mean, a lot of guys don't know what goes on behind the efforts uh, besides the big, you know, quote-unquote factory teams. And it's cool that you got little guys getting rewarded. I yep. like it. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having us on. And, and again, uh, the team deserves a lot of credit and all my guys and Burns Mechanic, David Wilson, everybody who puts in all the hours. But at the end of the day, Burns the one who is twisting the throttle. So right. that guy, yep. I don't maybe next Monday, but he needs to get on the show and – and yeah. that's the guy that deserves the credit because he's the one who did it. Right on, dude. For sure. Thanks, Forrest. All right, Forrest. Good luck, Well, bud. thanks, Forrest. Keep in touch, buddy. <laughs> hey, hey, good. Hey, don't forget, JT's a diamond baller now. Oh, I've heard all I about am. it. Oh, I've boy. heard all about it, bro. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's mad diamond since it happened. Yeah. <laughs> all right. See you, Ben. See you, guys. All right. Forrest Butler, everybody, of the, of the BTOsports.com team. Um, let's get to our next get caller here. Uh, still well. What's up, Bill? Hey, w- thanks for waiting for so long. We had to get through our next guest uh, before we Jesus got to you. Jesus Christ, I hope you guys are on Verizon. I've only got 450 minutes a month. You're killing me. Oh, sorry, man. Yeah, we should have called the call back. But, uh, rollerball, we need some minutes. Yeah, he told us a rollerball story, JT. Beat, oh, beat, I missed it. Beat the dino port guy down. It's too bad. Um, but anyway, still, well, what's up? Not, I was just calling back because I just kind of wanted to talk to Watson. You got him, bud. told me he was being kind of a prick and saying, I don't know how to ride a dirt bike. And I kind of want to justify that. I actually can. I didn't. Hey, hey, hey. I never, I never said one word about you riding a dirt bike. I don't know where you're getting your. I did. I, you, you, I, hey, I've. Hey, is this, the, is this the Watson guy right now that I'm speaking with? Yeah. And let me, let me tell you this Watson guy. Uh, dude, you don't even know. I've heard stories from Paul. Um, I'm friends with Paul too. I spend a lot of time with him in Texas. Um, 
at Tedesco's house because I'm really good friends yeah. with Ivan. And we we sat around in Texas with no power with lightning strikes and him telling us stories, drinking beer about you. So I know who you are. I'm not. I didn't disrespect you. I, I you know I thought your story was kind of funny and. I don't know who told you what, but go back and listen to the yeah, show. No problem, dude. I'm not trying to be a prick. Please. No, I dude. No, no, off, no funny. Hey, hey, dude. I know Bob, and I know those guys very well. I, I work for Scott Sheik. I've been back there. I know who you are. I know what your deal is. And whoever told you that's full of crap, I never said that you didn't know how to ride a dirt bike. I know who you are. Awesome, dude. No big deal. I'm not trying to be a prick. Please. Yeah, no I worries. Guys, cool. This show is pretty cool, and uh, like I said, I'm not a big guy with the computer and stuff. I guess I'm pretty much old school. Dude, no worries. Yeah, you sound old. Yeah. yeah, you're old this school. This has been kind of a neat week for me, and I love to call and talk about my old buddies, Paul and Bob, who I'm very proud of, and uh, I totally think it's awesome what they've done, and uh, the stuff you guys have done with this show is really cool, and thanks for letting me on. I really appreciate it. Hey, can I tell you a Paul Carpenter story? Because I'll tell it. Absolutely, man. Okay. I, I would love to hear one. Okay, here you go. So we'll I've make already it. had one told to me. All right. <laughs> I always have to Paul, Paul Carpenter rides for the Factory Kawasaki team. And that was the year he was riding the lights bike for Factory Cowie. We're at Washougal. Yeah. And we go to this restaurant slash sports bar the night before the Nationals. It's a Saturday night. And it's me, him, and Ivan. And they start... You know, we, we get dinner, and, you know, Ivan's drinking water or whatever, and everyone's, you know. Paul starts drinking beer the night before the race. Wow. We leave there, and Paul is, has a pretty good buzz going the night before. He said he'd oh. pay me $1,000 when we were driving back to the hotel if I took him to a strip club. <laughs> he wanted to go to the strip club the night before the National. Well, he... Went to the AMPM, got some more beer, and me and him sat in his room and drank beer until like 2 o'clock in the morning. He got up at 6 o'clock, and he went out, and he podiumed that weekend. I, I totally believe that because the guy is such a stubborn prick. Oh. It's ridiculous. Did everyone calls Bob Meathead, but that's the original Meathead right there. No way, man. The guy is such a meathead. It's actually insane because I can't tell you how many times me, him, and Jack would go out drinking in Ithaca, our little hometown, and we'd get drunk. And me and Jack couldn't even freaking balance our dirt bikes. And there's Paul. I'm like, what the fuck is the deal with this guy? Oh, yeah. He's, cra- he's crazy. And here's a funny little story. The other, Actually, this happened last month, right? The guy doesn't, obviously doesn't ride dirt bikes anymore. So he says, still, well, come on down. We're going to ride pit bikes. You don't need any gear. Okay, I go down there, and I'm thinking, we're going to ride XR100s, which really aren't pit bikes. I go out on the track. This isn't a pit bike track. This is something in the middle of freaking woods. It's straight down. I haven't ridden anything this gnarly on a big bike in probably 10 years. And I got this son of a bitch. You know, he still walks on water when he rides a dirt bike, and he's just trying to torture me. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Little guy could still ride a dirt bike, and he scared the hell out of him, and he's got this track out by him house, and I says, Jesus Christ, bud. Unbelievable. Wow. Un- uh, yeah, he's a- yeah. Unbelievable. Um, I remember Paul, Paul got really mad at me in the tunnel in Minneapolis. I think he was going to take a swing at me one time when I 
that he had illegal forks. Not illegal forks, but works forks when he was a privateer. <laughs> he was yep. very, very upset at me. But anyways, uh, thanks, hey. Stillwell. Thanks for calling back. Hey, Stillwell, keep in touch. Hold up, Matt and, and uh, Kenny, listen to this one. Got one from the Supercross. This is funny. You still there? Yeah, we're here, bud. Good one. This is actually kind of funny. I, I forget all the stories. I don't write this shit down, you know. I'm just a freaking... I forget shit. So Paul calls me. Uh, it was actually 2003 around the four-stroke Nationals, White Brothers days. He calls me up and he says, Stillwell, let's go to Indianapolis Supercross. Now, at the time, I'm actually building pipes for an RC, a radio-controlled car company called Phantom. So he says, you know what, pal? I'll take you to the race, but I need some help. Why don't you come up here and do some grinding for me, and you're going to do some work. So he came up, helped me out, and we headed to Indy. We go out there. He's got a stock bike with the Supercross, and my buddy's Oh, my buddy, Windshield, Mike Warren. Hi, Michael. I know you said don't say your name on the air. No big deal. Your wife isn't going to be that bad. At any rate, we freaking... Oh, this is a crack up. I have no tools, no food, nothing. We're in the freaking three-digit parking big time. We're not the guys that have even no business with a pro license. So... Hey, man, I need a sprocket. So I go over to the subway truck. I says, Winchell, give me some goddamn tools. I go in there. I grab a fucking key handle. I change some shit out. These guys are bent right out of shape. Paul goes out there. Suspension's too soft. Come here, guy. What the fuck you want me to do? I grab my little freaking flat screwdriver, and I ran everything all the way in. What's the guy going to do? Come on. You know, so I turn every clicker in. He goes out, he qualifies for the main, and uh, they actually gave me the top tech award at the Supercross, and all my buddies were so pissed off. Top tech award? I got one, too. Do you ever get one, Kyle? What's that? I got a top tech award, Orlando 05. Yeah, dude, I got mine in uh, 03, 04, and it was such a pain in the ass to actually get the 250 bucks out of the guy. It was ridiculous. And it was kind of funny because all my old buddies that were mechanics, they were just like, Jesus Christ, you come to one race, you don't even have tools, and it was a crack-up. Oh, uh, yeah. It was a lot is. of fun with the shit. You know, I, I actually miss it, and uh, you know what? Of course, we all miss it. I mean, Jesus Christ, that was our deal. All right, still well. Thanks, man. we got to get to our next segment here. But thanks for calling back. Well, I'm sorry for taking up no, that's all right. time. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I mean, I couldn't get yeah. too aggressive with anything, you know. Hey, thanks for calling, well, dude. Call back. Lot, guys. Call Love back. you guys. Love what you do. Thanks, Peace. man. Call back See again. You. Still well. Out. Still well. Funny. Yeah, that's funny. Like, I, I thought about it, dude. And I remember Carpenter remember telling me. Yeah, I remember Carpenter talking about it, but I didn't think his name was Stillwell, but that's that's the guy because he talked about hunting with, with uh, Bob. Six top tech awards, huh? Yeah, something like that. Oh, wow. Check you out. Think I hired? Uh, <laughs> think I hired fucking bottom feeders, bro? I got the fucking top. Yeah, him and Berluti. Yeah, <laughs> Come on, dude. top notch. Um, that was funny. Tits goes, "Hey, that guy Stillwell wants to go off on you." <laughs> I'm like, "For yeah. what?" That's what he was saying. Yeah, he, did, like, did he say I didn't know? I, I said he didn't know how to ride a dirt bike. I never said that. Yeah, he I, didn't go off on you at all. I just wanted to tell him before yeah. he went off on me. I'm like, "What up?" Wow, JT. Yo, want to do some voicemails? You actually have no choice. You're just going to do them with us. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. 702-586-7857. You can call in any time. Let's leave a voicemail. We had uh, 32 messages this past week. 
I uh, got the best, uh, well, some would, that would be debatable, but I took the best ones out, and uh, these are always dedicated to Greg McCreary, who loves this segment. So let's, uh, let's check the best of the week in the voicemails. Hey, Steve, I'm calling in to uh, defend Kenny a little bit. I listened to the show from last week, and I heard the guy calling. It was a real hater of Watson's. I uh, called in to bash him. But, Kenny, you had a lot of fans out here. I think you're great. Uh, you're a real person. You're not fake. Uh, can't stand the fake people. And uh, you tell people straight up like it is, and I admire that. I think you're a good person deep down for sure. You've proven that time and time again. And uh, don't let them haters even bother you, man. Congratulations on your newborn daughter. That's awesome. And uh, you just keep being you, and people are going to be fans of you for being yourself. And uh, shout-out to Pingry, man. I love Ping. He's an awesome guest. It was cool to have him in the studio. I enjoy all his... Uh, all the things he does to help you guys out with the podcast, and I hope he stays involved with our sport, even when he gets a good uh, firefighting job. Stay, stay involved, thing, because we love you. Uh, Keep up the good work, Steve, and uh, love everything you guys are doing. Thanks, man. What do you think, Kenny? Guy has your back. Sweet. Um, it's funny, like, uh, we have Pink, Pink sat in your chair last week, Kyle. Berluti sat in, like, three weeks ago when Kenny wasn't in. JT's on all the time. It seems like I get emails and tweets, like everybody we put on the show, they love. Like Kenny and I, you know, do our thing, and it's like whoever sits there, people just love it. Like they just love Ping, they love Berluti. They just they'll probably like Kyle. I guess probably we'll see what happens. Like Kyle, yeah, we'll see what happens. You got a lot of pressure, but we'll see. JT's got his fans. Like mm-hmm. it's crazy. Um, all right. Okay, couple things. This to the last show. You talked about, what, two minutes about the race the previous weekend. Only two minutes on a motocross show. The rest was personal stories and interviews, which are good. I mean, say something about the race. Uh, These giveaways, jerseys and helmets. Everybody's trading helmets and just signed jerseys back and forth. But uh, I hear very little giveaways to the actual people to listen to the program that you don't know. Mm, not Not a problem. Uh, what else is going on with that show? That's it. A few technical difficulties. You're not going to understand that, though. But uh, let's talk a little bit more about the race. At least put one segment in there about what actually happened last weekend. Listening to this show, you didn't even know it was a race last weekend. All right. See ya. I feel like... Uh, Matt, I feel, I feel like... Uh, yeah, we don't talk about the race sometimes at all. But, I mean, there's 29 races in a year. Sometimes we're not going to talk about races. Right? Yeah, I mean, some people love the 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 stories and the chitter chat, JT. Well, you know, as opposed to talking about the races. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of outlets for the race too. Well, I mean, yeah, Racer X covers it about seventeen hundred different ways. So, do you tell me that the guys that just called in were talking about the race? He didn't watch it on TV, and he knows everything about what's going on. You do have your wrap up podcast as well. I don't know if those two. I don't know if those fans. Cross paths, the pulp show slash wrap up podcast people. Hmm. You know, I don't know, um, but uh, that guy was not happy with us. And it wouldn't be the pulp show unless we played a voicemail where people were angry, right? About this free internet radio show on Monday nights. Uncle Shiner. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up? 
Hey, pretty big fans here. Came out to see you in the press conference with the big old uh, six-foot Dynaport pipe. Oh, yeah, you guys were gnarly. They got a big handmade pipe. Did you guys see any photos of that at all? Uh-uh. It's yeah, a it was like chin, pipe. chin tall. Yeah, two-stroke pipe. They were coming to Steel City, because so you'll see us there. Yeah. Is yeah. that at Southwick? Uh, Southwick, and they were yeah. there this weekend. And I saw it, a photo yeah. on, the, on the internet. Yeah. They turned it into a bong. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be able to see that pipe from Vegas. Nope. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you should probably stay off the pipe, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, uh, just a couple comments. Real uh, pumped about Bobby K. Thanks, guys, for giving uh, the Northeastern some shout-outs. Yeah, Mathis. no problem. I mean, filthy, filthy Phil Nicoletti and, and Bobby Canari do not need any more press from me. I do plenty. And filthy. Yeah, filthy. Not enough. JT. Anyways, yeah, we're uh, we're looking forward to some Stillwell drops. All right, yeah, well, we'll work on that. Swiss Corps has been working on those drops for uh, six or eight months, I'm sure, coming up, coming down the line, ain't time. And trying to get those <laughs> And then after that, how about a rollerball Stillwell face-off at Steel City? I like it. I like it. There's no chance that Rollerball ever beat up some guy over a pipe. He he had no off-track stuff really go on at all. Like he's as straight as they come. So, fifteen-year-old man. Yeah, we heard. All right, thanks, all right. bud. See ya. All right, Steiner out. <laughs> That's the new deal. Yeah, Gump out. Gump. All right, out. let's go. Tits, let's wrap this thing up. Tits, oh, tits, you're horrible. Hey, I just wondered if uh, Watson's going to start bad-mouthing Suzuki now that the fastest man on the planet, uh, or at least James Stewart can't ride that either, goes down three times at Unadilla. What do you think, Mathis? Is it the bike's fault, just like the Yamaha? What do you think, bud? Kenny? Well, well, I don't get it. Why would uh, I bad-mouth Suzuki? Why would uh, I, bad- I never bad-mouth Yamaha. I don't, I don't know. I don't know where he's coming from. I don't know. Either. Next JT, one. you want to bad-mouth Suzuki? At all? <laughs> you want a bad mouth no, anything? Pass. You want a bad mouth anything? Um. Hey, what? Are you... uh, that call was pretty. That call was pretty stupid. <laughs> what are you doing this weekend off, bud? What's going on? What's your plans? Uh, just I'm trying to ride tomorrow, but I don't know. It's raining like crazy, and then I got. I'm going to the Bahamas. Um, with the uh, like, uh, we do it every year on uh, their like the team's boat. Um, privateer life is tough. For a everybody, days. Kyle. Privateer life is tough. Tough. I mean Bahamas and stuff. Right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's not like I'm I'm doing anything. I'm just going along for the ride with the team. Has so. been to the go kart track yet? No, I haven't. I'm still waiting for uh, like him to get his Reeds. his uh, oh, video oh. stuff built. That's ridiculous. So he's got he's got a 125 two stroke one, but it's like sick. not really set up right or anything. So <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah, privateer uh, Jimmy. Jimmy Wilson go to the Bahamas a lot, like in off weeks. No, no, no. You don't remember that? Yeah, I don't. I no. don't remember. I don't remember that either. Really, like Ferry in '99, we didn't really go to Bahamas much. Kenny, never you, been. You and Sheik, never. Yeah, when you guys were battling, when we went you... to the Rock Quarry and jumped off of it <laughs> in Hudson, New York. It's tough, JT. You live right outside the Lions Den, and you're telling me about you're complaining about my lifestyle. I'm not complaining. Hey, uh, is. Can, can we? <laughs> no, I, actually, I'm just lucky, man, that they have a, a boat, and they go over there all the time. It's just like this one weekend we go with them, so pretty pretty fun trip. Can we announce your your deal for the Elsinore, after Elsinore? My you, deal? Yeah, that you're going to be here in studio? Do I have a deal? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, is sure. that, can we announce that? I don't think I told Kenny um, that. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't have like a press release or anything like Kenny would need, but um, well, we can you, do it. We we can't talk about things until there's releases out. But <laughs> let's 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 gamble. Let's roll the dice. Uh, after Elson or Kenny, well, JT's going to be in the studio on that Monday. I didn't tell you that. I forgot. But I'm sure Kenny is okay. Yeah, not I mean, contain his excitement, but I'll be there. Yeah, fine. Okay. I'm excited for it. <laughs> All right, um, Nash. Yeah. He sounds thrilled. Yeah, gentlemen, no. gentlemen. 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 What's going on? Uh, much, it's man? JT. You been riding with Chad at all? Uh, a little bit, yeah. yeah. Coming back nice and easy. Very nice. Good to hear. Uh, Steve, how is RV's little brother up in Canada? Um, You know what? Honestly, he's having a rough second half of the season. He was so close to the podium in the beginning of the year. He's had bike problems like crazy. They... Get this, he's getting that bike. Is, okay, his practice bike works fine, Kyle. Um, you and me, mechanics, stop text. Well, let's get together here on this. Um, uh, <laughs> practice bike works fine, no problems. He's getting it so hot, he melted the plastic oil pickup gear on the, on the oil pump. He cracked his right side cover all the way through. He's on a Cowie. He's on a Cowie. There's no plastic pickup. They're not, they're not plastic? No. Is there some sort of oil pickup that's plastic? No. Well, what are they talking about then? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't split the motor of a cowie for a long time. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. There's nothing plastic in there that they can melt. No. Something melted that was plastic. <laughs> okay. He cracked this, the right side cover all the way through from Kickstarter to the front. They got, the team <laughs> couldn't even grab the Kickstarter to, to, to work on the bike. Yeah. He blew a head gasket, blown a couple head gaskets now. Motor's stock. You know, they, they, they just were just like, the kid gets the bike so hot. Probably abuses the shit out of the clutch. I know. And, like, so he's super frustrated with the team. Team's going, we're trying everything we can. There's only so much the team can. I'm sure they're, I, I they're limited on parts. They don't probably have factory support. They've changed motors in between motos for yeah. him, and it keeps blowing them up. Well, the guy needs to point the finger at himself sometimes and take blame, you know? Yeah. Well, anyway, so Nash, rough go. He's had DNFs. He's had uh, bad starts. He got he had a sore knee one weekend. Um Definitely tailed off in the second half of the year, of the season. Maybe maybe he needs to take a little tip from the Steve Mathis father and son playbook. Where didn't your father take levers or foot yes. Uh, foot, yes. foot brake? Just take clutch on the rough bike. Have yeah. him off, start no, Tom, riding around. Tom hey, uh, Tom Tom would disconnect the rear brake and and to get me to use the front there brake you go. more. He would take my seat there off you go. to make me stand up more. Yeah, we did uh, that the a few years ago with the clutch. Fun. Yeah. Uh, final rapid fire question for Kenny. Kenny, how was Phil as a tester, or how was Sheik as a uh, bike tester when you guys would go out testing? Because we talked a little bit about testing tonight. Phil, <laughs> straight up, we never tested one time. <laughs> yes, yes, that's what makes factory so awesome. And then the sec- uh, the other question was Phil's Sheik. like, dude, it's good, uh, so good. Uh, and then Sheik was. Uh, he knew what he wanted to put it that way, and he really couldn't describe, like I've always said, he couldn't describe if the bike was too, was too rich. Was metal to metal. Metal to metal. Metal to metal. <laughs> That's metal mean, to metal. That means that the bike was too lean. Um, but he, he, but the thing was with Sheik, he, how do I put this? He he knew what he wanted, um, and he, he kind of overanalyzed a lot of things. He would go way into, too, into detail and, and try to get really tech on the but he really didn't know what he was talking about. And he was talking to a guy that didn't understand what the fuck was going on anyways. 
So he was trying to explain to me. He didn't know like, what was going on, and you didn't know what was no. going on. I mean, if he could explain it to me a little bit better, I probably could have figured it out. But t- right. we were, we always had people there helping us. Yeah. Put it that way. It was either Mike Hooker playing or, trains and automobiles, exactly, yeah. <laughs> or suspension. No. Hey. Oh. Bentley. Who's like the best guy? Who was the best guy you tested with? You. Who me? Yeah. Ryan Morris. Ryan Morris. Cool. Awesome tester. And very solid. Very solid. And Purcell, what was that like? I ride the bike. <laughs> I jet ski. <laughs> I yeah. jet ski, and then I ride the bike. Yeah. Isn't Ivan a pretty good tester? Yeah. But we didn't. We didn't. We haven't tested on the level like we did at when I was at Pro Circuit. All right. I ride the jet ski. I ride the jet ski. Yep. I love it. I love it. Hey, fellas, have a great show. Cheers. I'll I'll see you next week. Thanks, Nash. Oh, are you coming Thanks. in? Are you coming into the studio or something? He's out. Said he'd uh, see us next yeah. week. Yeah. Uh, Porcel's story about like he on Wednesdays he'd ride up with his buddy, his man friend, on the back of his street bike and grab two stroke oil. Oh mix, yeah, for mix with the jet ski. Yeah, we had to get him a, a five gallon bucket of two <laughs> premix, and they came on the two thousand cc Kawasaki. I don't know Volker or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. him and his buddy. Yeah, <laughs> nuts to butts. <laughs> I ride the jet ski. Yeah, and Paris Raceway on, on Wednesdays on yeah, his four fifty because it's free. <laughs> Tortelli owns it. <laughs> um, he oh. reminds me of the dude from Talladega Nights so much. Oh, totally. Yeah. Uh, JT was his name. John Gerard. John Gerard. You knew JT would know that. Tomo. Yeah, how you going, guys? What's up? All the way from Australia. Yeah, just on my way to work. Hey, um, got a question for you about um, seeing some of these hotshot amateurs come up. I, I mean that truly. Pretty, pretty good kids. Uh, fading during the motos. I, I sort of don't understand why they're trading. These guys are twenty-four-seven, you know, seven days a week. Training, they've got trainers, they've got tracks at the facilities. Is the fact that they're not fit, or to be honest, they're just not fast enough to where they sort of hyped up to be? Well, are you talking about Zach Bell specifically? I mean, Zach, I think, has. Uh, a, uh, sorry, uh, most of them that come up, a lot of them, you know, you, you see a lot of them, maybe the exception of Eli on his first event, but, you know, he, you know, he pretty much sat out Supercross, though, but you know what I mean? Well, I don't know if I totally agree. Like, Dungy, Kennard, um, I think it's hit and miss. Like, those guys came in and ran the pace right away. Zach, Zach Bell seems yeah. to be a little tired, but um, he'll figure it out. Yeah. Motos aren't the same. No, yeah, the 30 minutes. Yeah. You know. And they're not the man not, anymore I'm like they were in amateurs. I'm not this and the kids. Right, right, right. Um, no, yeah, I, I, I think um, I think it's – I don't think you can say for sure. I think it's it's everybody's a little different um, when they come in. JT, do you agree? Yeah. Uh, it's hard to just throw a blanket on everyone. That's for sure. Yeah. How did how did Jeremy? Uh, Martin I mean, you obviously have examples 20. of it, but then you have you know, like you said, Dungey Kennard guys that are just total professionals and have it all together. Yeah. So. Hey, did you? And did, um. Go ahead, Tom. Is, is it true? I've been in and I've sort of been in and out of the coverage. Um, BDO, um, Butler Brothers have got KDM factory sponsorship. Is it for next year? Yeah. No, it's not Butler Brothers. <laughs> it's BTO Sports. Yeah, Butler Brothers. Yeah. So that's the reward JT gets after 50 years for him. He retires and they say, bad luck, come, we've got factory equipment now. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I think it was, oh I think basically that's why they're like, oh, you got rid of him? All right, well, we can help you now. <laughs> if you stop well, they don't have to, if you stop, don't have to pay your exorbitant wage, they have more money to barter yeah. with a higher lawyer to get the position. Is that right? 
Oh, yeah, they're really break, uh, breaking the bank every when, month. When they and stopped hiring all Florida riders is when uh, OEM start <laughs> say, started looking at them a little more. They don't have Skinner, Kilo, and JT. Funny. Hey, bro, Funny. we swept the podium. You did sweep the podium. Yeah, take that, Watson. All right, guys. Thanks, Tom. I'll, I'll say it's at Elsinore. All right. Thompson out. Wow, Thompson. <laughs> going to, going to uh, Elsinore. Uh, Tomo. Tomo, right? Correct. Yes, Tomo. Um, Hales, what's up? Hey. So, um, I am just very disappointed in you, Mathis. You what? don't even know the points between Tomac and Barsha. I I traveled all I I traveled. I went to two nationals in two different countries. Flew all the way back from Chicago from Syracuse today. I have the points sheets in front of me, but they don't have the points. Uh, because he was in such a rush to get out of there, he didn't get the interviews with Suzuki. I, I, he didn't get the points. <laughs> it's very easy. AMAProRacing.com in print. What, 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 what is it, Hales? Tell us what it is. It's four points. Over, Barsha's got four on Tomac? Yeah. Well, none of these idiots in here knew that either. So We don't race outdoors. <laughs> it's not our job. It's not our job. It's not our job to know the points. But it's the 250 class. I mean, they're the, they've been the most exciting thing all year. I follow the premier class only. Hey, yeah. so what's the, yeah. what's the points over... Uh, Barsha to Baggett, what, 24? Yeah, I think so. You yeah, think so? You should know. So. It's the 250 class. <laughs> you don't even know? <laughs> well, I know it's in it's in around mid-20s, but I don't know. It's I don't 24. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I'd like to ask these guys who they think, if it's going to be Tomac or Barsha, uh, to give Baggett the most trouble, but nobody can seem to answer Who do you it. think? Tomac. Tomac. She, she, she's Eli Tomac's biggest fan, so... She loves Eli Tomac. Mm, yeah, it's good. Good. A little biased. Um, yeah, a little biased. All right, thanks, Hales. Four points. Yeah, no problem. See ya. Four points, everybody. I knew that. I knew it was close. Do you have more voicemails? Yes. Let's 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 wrap these things up. JT. No, I'm gonna give Kyle. I'm gonna give you an assignment for the end of these voicemails. I forgot to do the X brand goggle tear off segment. You need to come up with three questions for Kenny. Rapid fire. Short answer. Okay. You want to write them down? You want a pen and paper, or you can just come up with them? Am I getting paid? You've got four minutes for this. So no, no one gets paid. Tomac, <laughs> Tomac, Tomac has four motos to make up twenty-eight points. We're DNA energy drinks of moto sh- moto shows. No you, one gets paid. No, Nobody you, gets paid. You haven't actually promised me any money and oh, didn't pay me. Yeah, good you point. Don't pay me. Right, right. Yeah, hey, they paid that other team. Uh, no, I they didn't pay Star, um, but come they promised on. them, and I don't think they're paying the team now either. That's wow. that's not that can't be true. I thought they were coming back with another sponsorship for another team. No, they def- they definitely didn't pay Star with Odom. I know for a fact, one hundred percent did not fulfill their deal. <laughs> <laughs> so can you do that? I can try. Thanks. Pen and paper. Let's go, tits. Yeah, gentlemen, panty sniffers of the universe. Just wondering if Mathis is gonna. Because how should I say, condemn Unadilla again like he did last year? What do you think about this place? Did you like the place? What do you think about this? Always sounds like you're bashing Unadilla. Man, it was a blast. Um, and just because you're wearing gym shorts doesn't mean you're working out. Because I didn't notice. Thank you. Have a good evening. Uh, it's, JT, you want to bash Unadilla? Did that guy call us panty snippers? 
He said, welcome to all the panty sniffers, I think. I don't know if it was us. Panty sniffers of the universe. Yeah. I, I never made it past that. Here's my problem with Unadilla. Is getting to the fucking race. I can't seem to get there without having travel difficulties. <laughs> over, I, it's unbelievable the amount of times I've had problems getting that race. It's, Dude, it's, I'll tell you what. When I worked for Sheik in '96, I got lost going there. <laughs> well, you were driving. But, I, yeah. No, I, and I was driving from the hotel. <laughs> and I got lost, dude, and I pull up, and practice was starting, and he's sitting on his gear bag freaking out. <laughs> battle the battle. Um, yeah, I just I, – I, I got problems this year again. Problems last year. I had to drive from Newark last year. I've driven from New York two or three times. I get flights canceled. I just – I can't seem to get there without having issues, and that's my problem with Unadilla. Okay. okay. Next question. All Let's right. go. Next question. To all you guys saying bad things about Kenny Watson and saying he doesn't belong on the show, go fuck your mother. Hey, guys. There we go. <laughs> well, all right. Kenny, I mean, you have your fans and your detractors, but. Nice. Okay. Hey, you want to take this call? He's calling from Canada. Look who, look who runs the show now, Kenny. Hey, just look whose birthday it is. Look whose birthday it is and has, has a big How many, pants let's, on. Let's go through this, dude. We're getting sidetracked. Let's just freaking blare through this. Tits. And Swiss Corps run the show. Don't forget that. Jared. What's going on? How are you? Good. What's up, man? How are you? Not, not too much. Not too much. Um, I have a question. I was wondering um, if you can share why uh, Lismore is leaving DMX. Um, I don't know. Yeah, he, he left. I don't think he's leaving. He's left. Uh, I ex- oh, he left? I expect DMX and James Lismore to get back together here at some point. I I hope so. He's... He yeah. does a lot of good stuff. I don't know. So. The, the, both sides started getting into a fight about something, and he either got fired or quit. Something happened first, and it was immediately followed by the other. So Are they yeah, fighting over Ryan Gold? No, they're not fighting over Ryan Gold. But yeah, Lismore okay, quit. He's a douchebag, douche so that's good. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he Lismore quit, and then he got fired, or he got fired. You're and saying then either quit or got fired. I think it's happened at the same time. Like I quit, you're fired. Same, same, same <laughs> well, time. I, I hope they get back together. Exactly. I, hope, I hope the Gopher Dunes team comes back next year, and I hope you have Cole Seeley back on the show because Cole Seeley is the best. Okay, perfect. Yeah. All right, Jared. Thanks, man. All right, have a good night, guys. See ya. I just want to say you guys got a great show. Uh, my name's Evan. It's the first time I've called in. And uh, I was up in Unadilla this weekend, and me and my boys made it up there again this year. thought it was great. Um, got to see Doug Henry. It was great to see him out there again on his, on his bike, see him riding. I... Talk to him in the pits. For- Henry did an opening ceremonies thing. Honest. His- Mathis, you want to talk shit about Doug Henry right now? <laughs> we already did earlier. <laughs> I know you want to. Let's go on, tits. Let's go on. That's not cool, JT. Not cool. For a little bit. Uh, I've been in a wheelchair myself for just over 10 years now after breaking my neck in 2002 uh, on a 450 back then, but... Um, it was great to see him out there again, and uh, I remember seeing him at a at a local track in uh, Walden Playboy in District 34 when I was a, a B rider. I think it was 91 or or maybe 92. I think it was, and showed up with with his bike, had a practice bike in the back of his pickup, and uh, Sheiky was there, and Carson was there, and Kurt McMillan, Carlo Cohn. They called it the Tri-State Challenge. It was a it was a pretty wild day, and it was great to see them guys back then when I just first started racing, really going.
go at it. I think she got the overall in the A class in 250A. Um, but I just want to say you guys got a great show. Also want to give it up for uh, Phil Nicoletti. Uh, I haven't talked to him in a while. I live about 15 minutes. Cool. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, it went on for a little while longer, and um, let's get going on this thing. Can we skip forward? That's it, I think. That's it. That's from 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 his from his house, from his dad's house. That's, uh, that's it, I said. Okay. I don't know, that's <laughs> so you end. start playing it again? No, I thought you had the ends of his voice. So you still have more oh. voicemails after this. No, that's no, it. I went to McDonald's with him once, and we had McNuggets. X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off Segment, 40% off. Just type in, uh, look on more, and you save on, on X-Brand Goggles. Um, the choice of goggles for Zach Osborne, who made the podium this weekend in uh, Matterly GP. We had him on last week, so a good luck charm for that. Uh, Kyle Chisholm, where's X Brown goggles? Kevin Stribos, Michael Lessie, where's the frames? Michael Lee racing the GPs with X Brown goggle tariffs. Um, this is the uh, rapid fire segment of the show. It's the X Brand tariff segment. 15 second rapid fire Q and A. These are uh, 15 seconds or less on the clock. Uh, Kyle, did you come up with the questions? I got nothing. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. JT. Yeah. You got you got questions for Kenny? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought Kyle was on it. Oh, Me too. Dear. I don't know what happened. Yeah. The guy sits in on the show and he just doesn't doesn't do one job we give him. <laughs> Could jeopardize my career if I asked the wrong question. Well, he's not gonna do nothing. Oh dear. He's not gonna do anything. Kenny. Kenny, do you have three questions for me? No. Does anybody have questions for anybody? <laughs> Why do you hate on Hanny so much? Uh, I don't. I don't. I just... 3.9. Okay. I don't hate on Hanny. Just... Do you feel bad making fun of an American hero like Doug Henry? <laughs> <laughs> How do you figure I make fun of an American hero like Doug Henry? You bag on Doug Henry every chance possible. You say he probably took somebody out this weekend. Like, you say stuff all the time. Oh, taking people out out there. Uh, he- when Doug raced, he was squirrely, and he took out more than his fair share of riders over the years. Not always on purpose, but I'm just saying, my riders were victims of Doug more than a few times. He seemed to pin it. He's a lot like Ernie. Ernie did the same thing. Ernie sometimes just jumped triples in traffic, just out of the blue. That's all. That's it. The guy's a hero, Steve. Who's who's a bigger hero, uh, Doug Henry or John Dowd? Um, Different kind of heroes. I don't know. They're pretty yeah. pretty equal. I think. Maybe. Mike Brown, John Dowd. John Dowd. Dowd. We should have Mike Brown on the show, Watson. Your 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 buddies with him. Right? I told you that. Yeah. You didn't you didn't you didn't do anything about it. I need to do it. Yeah, I need. I mean, Kenny, did you did you know him? You know, like I know. I know. I know him pretty well. You know him well, JT? I'm an, I'm an affiliate of the show, yes. I do know him pretty well. How do you ever know Mike Brown? I race with him in Europe every year. We're both super old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good times. Um, what else? You guys want to talk about Walton? No. Let's, let's talk about it next week. Let's go. What's wrong, Kenny? Time to go, dude. We've been there. I feel like Kenny was Three and a really, half hours. Really, really good. And then he's, just he, he's crushed. Yeah. Dive. Who's Walton? 
Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, bro. I like it. Could be your next job up there, working at Canadian National. I will never go to Canada to work. Kenny pays me extra to go to the stamp. Is Henny still living in your beach house? And he's moved out. Because Pookie and I were talking about getting that beach house because Wygant had it. Yep. And it's sweet. Yeah, it's awesome. Right on the water. Uh, not on the Close. water. Close. Close. Yeah, Henny moved out. So maybe we'll rent it? We can rent it? If you got the money. If the price is right, yeah. It was at Newport, Newport, right? Yeah, Newport. That's sweet. Yeah, he moved to where? San Clemente? Yeah, he moved back to his place in San Clemente. Why can't leave the place in a wreck or no? I did find a Racer X collared shirt did you? in the most random spot. <laughs> he's, a, he's a bit of a mess. But, uh, yeah, no, yeah. he rented it for the whole month when yeah. you're in January. Right, yeah. yeah. And we went down there. We watched Super Bowl there. And then he wanted to rent it this year, but Hanny, uh, Hanny was in it. Oh, he wanted to do the same thing again? Yeah. Yeah. Bring yeah. the wife and kids? Yeah, Hanny was renting it. Right. Yeah. Um, good times. Uh, I'm thinking about doing that. That'd be fun, I think. Because uh, the the Supercross swing just like what Wygant did four races in four weeks like it's yeah. can we bring Bassett downs? Not Ooh. I saw your dogs no why <laughs> they, they would take up the whole house that's all right <sighs> no oh, way dear oh jeez okay everybody thanks to, for listening tonight thanks to uh, Brock Tickle anything else Kenny to say or no you're good Brock Tickle Forrest Butler Bobby Canari JT thank you once again for coming on. Uh, no worries. Can I give a uh, shout out to um, Matt, Tabitha, and Courtney? They're all listening right now. No, it's I'm you're part it. of the show. You don't do have it. to give a shout out. You, don't do have to you already did, dude. Holler yep. at your people. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to do that. You're just part of the show, bro. You just say it. Too late. I did it. We're good. Uh, have fun in the Bahamas, privateer guy. I know life's tough, so um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Because it's you know, oh, it's definitely my trip. I'm paying for everything. <laughs> All right, guy. Thanks. Uh, thanks for coming on, JT. See ya. All right. Later. later. Jason Bye. Thomas, everybody. BTOSports.com team. Uh, XBTOSports.com. X brand goggles. FMF Racing. Works Connection. AGV helmets. Fly Racing. Tech One Designs. Free Gun Underwear. Rockford Fosgate. Race Tech. Kyle Bentley. Thank you for coming in. Thanks for having me. Good I appreciate times. it. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. I feel like you you added something to the show tonight. I yeah. feel like you were. You I were, had a great time. It's yeah. fun. Except for we'll the do tear it again. Off segment. Yeah, except for the tear off segment. Yeah, but. You gave me like two minutes. Four, four minutes. Four minutes. Yeah. To be. Yeah. But it takes a while to process stuff. And I wanted you to ask your boss, Kenny Watson, a few questions. I thought that would have been pretty humorous. I got. I'll, I'll do better next time. How does uh? How does Berlute, How does Kyle match up to Berlute? They're both pretty smart dudes. Like when it comes down to spike setup, they you know. Right. The good thing about Kyle is like he could like he he's kind of like the crew chief, and when they come in after practice, and he's there when the riders give feedback. And then the riders will walk away. Then Kyle will go over it with the mechanic, what they need to do. And Kyle will jump right in if, like, if they need to change a, a you know, a shock spring or something like that. Right. We don't wait for bones. Kyle jumps in and does it if they need to change any kind of setting. Kyle's right there with them, helping them. And Kyle needs, you know, if they need to do a different yeah. tire change or tire, you know, he's down Run there talking. Run to Dunlop. He's down there talking to Dunlop, whatever. He's, like, hands-on. You know he's even I mean? in the manager's tower sometimes when you're not. Wow. Well, yeah, I'm over the manager's tower is overrated. It why? stinks. It stinks. Crowded. And then you can walk through the, you can fall through the door? Yeah, dangerous. Who, who did that? I, I, that's really dangerous, though. Yeah. yeah. And there's too many people up there. I know that, that they were having, they were, they, they limited it at one point, right? Two yeah. people per manufacturer or something? Yeah, but nobody follows that. It, yeah. it gets crowded and it's really unstable when it's <laughs> a lot of people up there, it starts rocking. Do they need to hire John Ayers to control that? Plus, oh, Jesus. 
it's better to be up where you're at so we can spot and talk yeah. to the mechanics and and hang out with the media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a lot better. Tits, happy birthday! Thank you. Happy birthday, Tits. Hope you have a good Thank night. You. Happy yeah. birthday. Thank you. Uh, Kenny, Kenny's out, I guess. All right. Uh, who knew? All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com. Thanks again. See ya. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. <laughs>